following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Town Square Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Welcome to March. Uh, yeah, March. How about that? A lot of good things in the month. Easter, Passover, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> uh, yeah, talk about celebration, right? Daylight savings time. I think I said last week that daylight savings time is this week, but it is not. It's next Saturday we turn the clocks ahead. Daylight savings time returns. And that means we're closer to spring and closer to summer. Oh, we can't wait. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We are also heard on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. A lot to talk about today. A, A comment last week from a listener saying, love when you do three hours. Well... We're going to do three hours with no guests, just you and me against the world, as they say. And the number in the studio, 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. We are getting close to spring, and that's good news. What are we going to talk about today? We don't have I, we don't have anything to talk about. Let's talk about your bingo game. <laughs> no. We... we, uh, we each month we get closer to the 2024 election for president. And again, it looks like it, it, it looks pretty much a foregone conclusion that it'll be a repeat of 2020. And hopefully this time the outcome will be different. A couple of things that I feel will go against Joe Biden. And that is inflation, even though they say it's coming down. I'm sure you've heard the report, and we passed it along to you last week. A telling statistic, it costs $1,000 more today to buy the same goods that you bought three years ago. And that's no joke. I mean, you, you must feel it. I mean, I told you the story of the thirty-four ninety-nine olive oil. Thirty-four ninety-nine. That's gold in a bottle. <laughs> I mean, so it, the inflation thing is here. Uh, they may say, and, and the Biden administration may say, "Oh, it's gone down." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. So, and, and in fact, that just coincides with three years ago, Biden took office in the early twenty twenty-one. If the Republicans are smart, <laughs> again, I say if they're, if they're smart, they're not always, but they will, they will hammer that point home. But what I really want to talk about to start the show off today is another nail in the Biden coffin, and that is immigration. <clears throat> Since he took office... The immigration situation in this country has been a complete and total mess. Let's start with this past Thursday. Both President Biden and Donald Trump 
visited Texas. Um, they weren't in the same town, but they were about 300 miles apart. Biden was in Brownsville and Trump was in Eagle Pass. Biden blamed Trump for the border mess. <laughs> you believe that? He blamed Trump saying there was a bill in Congress that would have hired Border Patrol agents and increased detention capacity and also would have shut down the border. But Trump and the Republicans killed it because Trump said it would have benefited the incumbent. Okay, who's president? Biden, not Trump, okay? That's that's the first thing. Biden said Republicans should show a little spine and demonstrate independence from Trump. Meanwhile, Trump said that under Joe Biden, immigration is a Joe Biden invasion. The U.S. is being overrun by the Biden migrant crime. (sighs) Okay, so here we go. A Marquette Law School national poll this month 53% of registered voters saying Trump would do a better job handling this issue, while 25% said Biden would. 53 versus 25. So here again is why I say the Republicans would be smart and to hammer that point home. That this immigration thing, although inflation is bad, but immigration is worse. Biden is supposedly considering executive actions that would limit unauthorized migration and restrict the asylum process. Meanwhile, Trump's platform includes reinstating a travel ban that restricted people from several Muslim-majority countries from entering the U.S. Didn't he try this before? And didn't they... Oh, it was it was a backlash. I mean, remember when he first took office? That people were, oh, how could he do this? What? He's discriminating against... Come on. He's only trying to help us. The Trump campaign said he would also sign an executive order that would withhold passports, social security numbers, and other benefits from the children of undocumented immigrants who are U.S. citizens. So, he's really really cracking down on this. Meanwhile, the current bill before Congress on immigration has stalled, and of course, Biden blames Trump. This is, I feel, the number one issue in this campaign. There are others, but this one has to be number one. And we're going to ask you uh, to chime in on this during the course of the program. What do you think? Is really immigration is the number one issue? I mean, it's it's just rampant. I mean... Thousands and th- what was it? Uh, we did a stat a couple of weeks ago: ten thousand a day, and, and 
you know, we're going to tell a couple of other stories about the, the federal judges and what they're doing. And it's just it's just incredible how this has really overrun the country. And I I don't know why the Republicans. Well, I, I guess they are going to hammer this home. And, and inflation is another. But just look at this situation. And Biden saying, oh, it's Trump's fault. Oh, yeah. It when in when in doubt. We've said this before. When in doubt, blame Trump. Blame Trump on the weather. <laughs> blame Trump on hurricanes. <laughs> Just when in doubt, blame Trump. But what do you think? I mean, this this immigration thing, it's just a mess. Oh yeah, let's 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 let them in and uh, let's give them free food and free shelter and give them a card too, and and, and they're going to get it loaded with a couple thousand a month. <laughs> I'm going to go over and then come back as, as an illegal. I mean, it, it's to your benefit, I guess, according to the Biden administration. So this is really a problem. And I really think, and the, uh, the Marquette Law School poll really shows what the people think of Trump handling this and of Biden. I mean, Biden just, oh, open the board. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got a bill. It's going to stop that. But, but Trump stopped it. You know, he, he just, Trump's not in office. Th- that's it. I mean, you're the president, Joe. <laughs> Although some say Obama's the president. That's another story. But you're the president, not him. We'll see. But immigration, 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 that's the ticket. I feel to the Republicans winning. It is Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We bring in the one and only, as as only he can put this, he'll sum it up better than I, Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity. And uh, I'll, I'll tell a story later on, Seth. Your your members are just like you. They're very thorough and they're very passionate about certain things. And... Uh, one of them sent me something this week. I'll tell you later on, but uh, it, it just goes to show they're they're true disciples of Seth Grossman. Well, I don't know about that uh, because very <laughs> often uh, we meet every Saturday morning from nine thirty to ten thirty at Sal's Cafe at Groveland Avenue on New Road in Summers Point. And every time I get off the air speaking with you, I never know what kind of reception I'm going to get when I walk into that breakfast meeting. Uh, one time I got booed. One time I got heckled. Uh, you know, many times uh, they agree with me, but uh, we're a feisty group. Many times they don't. And many times they persuade me to change my view on things and to, to find out uh, what everybody's posting. Uh, please go to libertyandprosperity.com. And we reach about three, four thousand people a month on the website. We reach about another three, four thousand people through our emails. But the only way we could really get a message out, uh, other than you know talking on uh, programs on the radio like this, is if people go to our website and hit the Facebook uh, uh, icon at the bottom or the Twitter icon at the bottom, or the share the email on the bottom, because we need you to share. Uh, our stuff because Facebook has restricted us 
Twitter has let up a little bit, but uh, we, we still are not reaching the people that we need to reach unless uh, people share our stuff. Now, I'll, I'll begin by correcting you say we have an immigration mess. And I would, I would disagree with those words. We have a, an invasion. Uh, it's not a, a mess. It, it's uh, an invasion to destroy our country and our way of life. And everything good that our parents and grandparents gave to us in this country uh, is going to be denied to our children, our grandchildren, our nieces and nephews, unless we repel the invader. Now, when Nazi Germany invaded uh, the Soviet Union, or Russia at the time, in 1941, their invading army was three million German soldiers invaded Russia and darn near conquered the country. Uh, the invasion force that's in America right now is eight million illegal foreigners in our country. Most of them have been taught with, from childhood in their, their own countries uh, that are violent, they're poor, they're dysfunctional, but uh, those immigrants or invaders or migrants or whatever you call them, foreigners illegally in our country, have been taught since childhood that all the poverty, all the violence, all their misery in their own country is the fault of America, Americans, our culture, uh, Christianity, Judaism, Buddhism, Hinduism. Uh, uh, they are here to destroy us and destroy our way of life so they could dominate and take over. And I've never seen such a pathetic response to an invasion like this in my entire life. And, and that's part of what we uh, posted on our latest uh, Liberty and Prosperity newsletter. Um, and forget the Democrats. We know the Democrats want to destroy this country, and they want to do it for a whole lot of reasons. They've been hijacked by woke whether you want to call them socialist, anarchist, communist, whatever you want to call them, whatever label you use, they're people who think they're going to be important and they're going to be in control if they tear down the country. They can't just live their lives normally by wanting to have a nice business, have a nice job, have a nice family, have a nice house. Um, in, in fact, one of our members, uh, the, the, the David Goloff, who came up with... Uh, with the mytake.live uh, way to get the media, uh, he, he brought up an interesting theory uh, about government. And the thing about government, and, uh, and Benjamin Franklin made the same observation 300 years ago, that government attracts psychopaths, uh, you know, to want to be active in politics, who want to take over and run other people's lives, you know, the same way that maybe the priesthood or the Boy Scouts attracted pedophiles. Uh, we have some really wacky people who are who have political power right now, and we are not defending ourselves against them. So uh, that's one thought. So uh, we know the Democrats, again, for all these reasons, they're our enemies. They want to destroy our way of life. Uh, there's nothing we could do about them except fight them. And the only people capable of fighting them are Republicans. But are Republicans fighting them? Where are the Republicans? And that was a topic of the email that we sent out yesterday. And uh, I'd like to know, have you heard of any Republican leader in New Jersey, any elected official saying uh, we need to stop this invasion? Uh, have you heard any Republican leader, you know, other than Trump 
talk about the need for mass deportations. I mean, how, uh, you know, how can you fix this problem without undoing the damage? If you would seal the border uh, tomorrow, uh, you're still going to have, you know, eight and a half million people in this country who have no intention of pursuing the American dream. They're going to pursue reparations. They're going to pursue crime. They're going to pursue robbery. And we can't kid ourselves. We can't say, well, we want to just get rid of the criminals. We want to let the, the good people here. Uh, a country can survive by having 8 million people here who have no attachment to our country. So we have to talk about how are we going to have our local sheriffs identify these people, our local police department, the public schools, the hospitals, every institution has to be mobilized to identify who is illegally here. We have to have detention facilities. We have to see TV cameras looking at crying children and crying women. In other words, if we're going to defend America and save America, we're going to have to prepare ourselves for all the ugly things and the photo uh, opportunities you see going on in Israel right now. And, and why do you see all the uh, pictures of how horrible the Jews are in Israel? Because they are trying to save their country from an invasion, and that's how ugly it is when force and violence is needed to save your country. I guarantee you, when uh, if we begin, and I hope to God we begin, with, with a change of uh, leadership in this country to uh, arrest people, some of those people, so we can deport them, so we can detain them until we can deport them, so we could put them on planes and trucks or whatever we have to do to get them out of this country and back to the countries they came from, many are going to resist. There's going to be violence. People are going to get hurt. People are going to get killed. Uh, that's what happens when you have a war to defend your country when you were sleeping and allowed your country to be invaded. Do we have the stomach to do this? Do we have the will to do this? Um, one of the things at Liberty and Prosperity, we want to make sure we are talking about this now. So it doesn't come as a surprise when we say, oh, we, we wanted to deport everybody, but look at how horrible and expensive it is. You know, forget how much money it costs. How expensive is it to, to lose your country? So uh, we're urging Republicans to be uh, held accountable as much as Democrats for allowing this and not talking about how we're going to fix it through massive and systematic deportations. Do you think it's possible? It, well, it better be possible because uh, what's the alternative? The alternative is that our children uh, and uh, our, our, our grandchildren will be living in a country just as miserable as where these uh, so-called migrants are coming from. You look what happened to the French in Algeria. You look at what happened to the Christians in Lebanon. You look what happened to the whites in South Africa. You look at what's going on right now in, to every Christian in, uh, in Central Africa. It's a free-for-all. They're being murdered every week. And that's going to be normal in America. Uh, when, you, when you just uh, look at a con you know, like these upscale areas of New York City, the Upper East Side, the Upper West Side, I mean, my God, they look like something, you know, out of a third world country right now. San Francisco, Philadelphia. Um, so um, we, we have got to do it. Um, and, and that's uh, here I am at, at 75 years old. This is why I'm on a radio talking to you and going to Liberty and Prosperity, 
instead of playing pinochle and pickleball in Florida, like all the other retired guys my age. Yes. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so I, I, I hope we can do it. And, and by the way, to make sure we do it, um, you know, how do you straighten out Republicans? Uh, because if you vote in November, you have a choice between Democrats who want to destroy the country and Republicans who aren't lifting a finger to defend the country. So who do you vote for and what do you do? And the short answer is not much in November. Uh, you have to take, pay attention to primary elections. And it takes about a year to prepare uh, to make serious changes to a political party in a primary election. And, and that brings us to a story that probably very few people understood. Uh, but it's very, very important. It said something like... Uh, uh, Democrats Andy Kim and Caroline Rush, Caroline Rush uh, sued to uh, remove the county line. And you look at that headline and you said, well, county line, what the, what the heck are they talking about? I bet most people didn't even read the story. But I want to just make it um, pretty uh, simple. When I ran for Congress in 2018 in the Republican primary, I did not have the support of any of the Republican leaders in any of the six counties where I ran. And yet I won that primary election and I became the uh, Republican nominee uh, for Congress in the House of Representatives running against Jeff Andrew, who was then a, a Democrat. And everybody was astounded of that big upset I pulled. Meanwhile, three years later, I, uh, I ran for state Senate and Republican primary against Vince Palestina. And I got clobbered. Now, what was the difference between where I won my upset uh, election and when I got clobbered? It's the way the ballot was designed. When I ran for Congress in 2018, I was lucky enough to team up with a guy that nobody ever heard of called Brian Goldberg. And Brian Goldberg was a Republican guy running against uh, a guy called uh, Bob Hugan for the Republican nomination for the Senate. And nobody ever heard of him, and probably everyone already forgot him. Uh, but he didn't have a chance. He had no support. But he did, uh, was, was one of two candidates running for the Senate. And I was able to bracket my name with his. So that when we appeared on a ballot, I had a column. I was not running all by myself. And so in many of the six counties, I got column A, which, is, which was the top ballot position. And people thought I was the established candidate. Uh, and that's how I got a lot of votes. Not, had nothing to do with me, but just where my position is on the ballot was on the ballot. Meanwhile, three years later, when I uh, ran for uh, state senate against uh, Vince Palestina, I did not pay attention and I did not take care of ballot position, and I ran all by myself. So they stuck my name in what they called ballot Siberia in row E where nobody were calling me, where nobody had any clue I was there, and I got clobbered. So the question is, if, or the issue is, if you want to win in a primary election, you have to have good ballot position. And one way to get good ballot position is to make a team and, and line up with six other candidates who are all running together from the governor or president on down, and then you have a, a good chance of good ballot position. But in any case... Uh, what uh, Andy Kim, he's the uh, Democratic congressman in Burlington and Ocean County. He is running for the U.S. Senate seat now held by uh, uh, Bob Menendez. 
And his main opponent is Governor Murphy's wife, Tammy Murphy. And um, and right now, Governor Murphy is using his money to do what he did to get to be governor in the first place. He's 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 giving lavish donations to all the uh, the county leaders, so they will in, in the Democratic Party. So they will give the top ballot position to his wife Tammy, who's running for Senate. Uh, and uh, and Andy Kim, who's running, says this is an unfair system. So he's in federal court trying to have that whole system of letting county party leaders uh, arrange the ballot to, to handpick their selected candidates. It's going to be very interesting to see how that case comes out because it not only affects the Democratic Party, it will completely change the way the ballot is set up for Republicans as well. So that's a little inside baseball uh, that I thought uh, your listeners may be interested in. Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's very significant. I, I didn't realize it was that important. But it is. So uh, anyway, so so other stuff that's going on. I'll, I'll be uh, brief. The uh, the uh, the Biden inflation that you talked about, which is horrible, and one of the th- reasons that we have that inflation, of course, uh, there are three reasons for it. Uh, one is that, of course, the federal government is spending trillions of dollars more than it's taking in. So if the government is is spending money it doesn't have, it's just printing up paper dollars or electronic dollars. So every dollar is worth less. That's one reason you have inflation. The second reason you have inflation is because the government is forcing every business uh, to follow all these stupid regulations that have nothing to do with health and safety. And businesses are forced to hire people based on diversity, equity, and inclusion instead of talent. So that makes everything you buy more expensive. And of course, uh, government is uh, federal government is forcing the uh, uh, us to spend money on, a, on that fake green energy, you know, the wind and the solar, which just does not work, because anybody who knows high school physics knows that to turn mechanical energy into electric energy, you need a consistent, stable, reliable supply. In other words, the wheel has to turn all the time. If the wind stops blowing, the wheel stops. If a cloud goes by or if you have something called night, your solar energy stops. So you need a duplicate power system. You have to burn up all this fossil fuel as a backup. So that makes everything more expensive. So between the uh, p- printing out paper money that's worthless, besides uh, regulations to hire people who don't – forcing business to hire people who don't produce, and number three, by, by raising the price of energy – by, by making us spend a fortune on the wind turbines and the solar panels that don't produce the energy we need, so we need uh, you know, fossil fuel and nuclear backup anyway, that's causing uh, prices to go up. But people don't pay attention. Uh, in, in other words, when you saw the story about $100 million spent on the, on the new boardwalks for Ventnor, for Atlantic City, for, um, for Seaside Heights, for, for Ocean City and Wildwood, $100 million for boardwalks. And it's everybody saying, oh, what a wonderful thing. Is anybody talking about where that money came from? Came from the American Rescue Act, where there was no money. We borrowed, um, you know, like a $1.9 trillion to pay for that stuff. So that's, that's, that's in other words, so when you're spending $1,000 more for groceries, half of that $1,000 you're spending is for the new boardwalks. 
Anyway, I'm totally out of time. Uh, everything I wanted to say is post on libertyandprosperity.com. Uh, so please look it up. Please share it. And uh, really, uh, have a great week. Thanks you too. You too, Seth. Seth Grossman, libertyandprosperity.com is the website. Of course, his meeting is 930 this morning if you want to attend at Sal's Coal Fire Pizza in Summers Point. Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll get started with your calls and more talk for the purpose after these words. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's Wholesale Division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget, B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Oh, we're back already. <laughs> These breaks are quick. 609-407-1450 is the number here. And a couple of open lines here. Rare for this time of the morning. 609-407-1450. Let's get started with George and AC. George, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Good morning, John DeMassey. Good morning, sir. <laughs> no, no, sir, for me. It's only lonely George. Okay? No, no, curious, curious George, hanging from a tree. Okay. <laughs> okay? Now, before I begin, I want to make sure that I have your email correctly. And so I'm going to guess, and then you, you do it correctly okay. for me. Okay, okay. I think it's J-D-A-D-V at whatever. You forgot the one. All right, tell me carefully, please. Okay, ready? Yeah, I think so. J-D-A-D-V as in Victor and the number one at Comcast.net. Got that? Yes, I do, sir. Okay. Oh, sir, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you, sir. Okay. (laughs) You can call me anything. Just don't call me late for supper. Uh, okay. Well, I, I'll tell you what. If you're late for supper, you're getting cornflakes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Because because this guy wants uh, whatever. Doesn't know anybody doesn't know about that one in this past week or so regarding the uh, gentleman that runs uh, Kellogg's. I guess. Okay. He wants to have everybody eating uh, cereal for dinner. Yeah. All right. Let's... Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. It's... <laughs> another another class act. Yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, th- this is perhaps I-, I feel at least the most important phone call that I have ever made to your show. Okay. Seriously, no kidding aside. All right. And I'm going to sort of like give a short, short, short version, and as you know, concise as I possibly can. A very small portion of it is experimental, shall we say. And uh, then I'm going to ask, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm putting the, the frame around the reference of this picture here. Okay. And then I'm going to invite n- n- no nothing against you, John. You know, in fact, all for you. But I'm going to be calling Harry's show early in the Hurley, Hurley in the 7 o'clock hour, his open forum on Monday. Okay, so that I can have a much larger audience. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's something that 
Excuse me? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 and now let me give you another side of this frame of reference here so you'll know how serious I am, all right? And I am real serious as a heart attack on this one like I've never been in my life, all right? Now, going back about 20 years or so ago, I was working for a woman that many, many people in this region know, Kathy Burke, that owns the Irish pub, okay? And I was working in the gift shop and upstairs in the hotel that she opened in the summer months, I was working on the front desk, okay? And at that time, well, not only at that time, even all the way through until today, okay, students come in from Europe. They call them the J-1 visa students, all right? And they work their butts off on their program doing what they do, okay? So I met a lot of youngsters from Europe in many countries, okay? And it was a fascinating experience. Fascinating, okay? Now, a few weeks ago, one of, and I've been in touch with a few of them over the years. One lives in Turkey, one lives in Romania, another one lives in, in Germany, okay? You know, so, so this is sort of like an international kind of experience that I've had over the years, being in touch with these people and our country today is beyond the laughing stock of the world, all right? Now, we don't have to go into the reasons why your audience knows why. Now, I'm not going to be going into any of that on Harry's show. On you know, I'm just giving you the background, all right? Because I better be really good with Harry because he only gave you a limited amount of time. And, you know, I want to make sure it's as perfect as I can possibly make it. All right, so anyway, about... Yeah, two, three weeks ago, one of these guys, now you got to remember now, now they're all like in their 40s now, right? Okay? They're not kids anymore. One of them gets in touch with me. And he's been very successful. He's got a huge farm with a couple hundred cattle. Okay? In Turkey, he's got a home in Germany. He's got three kids, uh, you know, whatever, whatever, in, in what I don't refer to as charter schools, and whatever, okay? He contacts me. And he insists, okay, that I visit with him and a couple of the others. We're talking for a 60-day period from this coming middle of August to the middle of October, okay? All gratis free from him, all right? And traveling around these various countries and spending basically 60 days in Europe. Okay, I'm like, without explaining to him the details, I'm sort of like trying to back out of it in a way because I know the most important election in my lifetime is coming up during that period. Yes. And I don't and I don't want to go. All right. So how how do I in a position that I'm in loving my country here, our country? Right. Okay? Yes. Yes. And having an opportunity like this where I've never had any opportunity like this in my life and i don't have the money to do anything like that yeah now you tell me john about how take a guesstimate because you've traveled a bit about how much do you think something like that would cost two months in europe oh, yeah oh boy i i would i oh, would oh, wait a minute also he wants to go a little bit into the middle east and he knows where to go safely well nothing's safe in the middle east no okay oh, because listen because we're armenian Okay, and we have a certain connection and affinity 
Yeah. All right. And so basically, so we're talking 60 days in a little bit of the Middle East, if 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 if, if that's plausible. Okay. And and most of the time in Europe. All right. How much would something like that cost? I have no, I have no idea. I would say at least I, I would start low, fifteen thousand. Okay. All right. I, I don't know. I don't have a clue. All right. All right. So now on Friday yesterday, okay. I hear a, and now we're getting into the meat of this thing, okay? Now, I'm not going to throw any of that background on Harry's show. I'm not going to waste, I'm, I, I'm not saying I'm wasting your time, okay? <laughs> but I, I can't, no, 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 really. It's a, it's a talk, different audiences. Yes, you know, yes, so, I, I know. Right? Okay, all right. So, in Harry's show, i got to make sure, over this weekend now, which is like, you know, another day and a half I have, I'm going to be very careful to make sure I'm concise, at the bar, prepare properly, do whatever I have to do to make sure it's done right. All right? So I'm going to ask your audience to tell anybody that they can to please listen to Harry's show on Monday morning if they don't or whatever. I'm sure that many of them do. All right? In the 7 o'clock hour. And what I believe that you're going to hear is going to be mind-boggling. Okay. All right? Now... <clears throat> What I'm going to do is give you a little tidbit of it now. What do you call it? A teaser? Yes. Okay. All right. So now I gave you, gave you that background. All right. Now, what I did was I got back in touch with this guy, you know, what, last night? All right. And, you know, we video whatever, you know, with the Facebook thing, the, 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 the Okay. And I said to him, you know, Ertl, that's his name, Ertl. I call him Ertl the Turtle. Okay, whatever. Okay? Erdal is his actual name. E-R-D-A-L. Or D-A-H-L. I said, you know what? I, you know, I tried to make every excuse, whatever. I sort of like said, you know, I, I even told him, like, hey, you know, I think it takes like two months to get a passport here. And that, you know, I mean, I was trying to do whatever I could do to stretch my way out of this thing, even though I wanted to go. So I called late last, I got a home last night, and uh, I said, you know, I, I, I got to cancel. There's no way I can do it, all right, because this is a critical time, and I explained to him why, and he clearly understood, okay? So we're bumping it one full year to next year. God willing, if I'm still on this earth, I'll be 80, okay? Okay. All right, so, excuse me? Yeah, yeah 80, boy, that, that's, uh, that's a milestone. <laughs> that's what they say. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, so. You know, so guess what? Okay, so I'm happy. Well, no, okay, I'm going to be there on an 80th birthday kind of a thing, you know, during that period of time. Ba -ba -ba -boo. Okay, so he understood, and, you know, that's the way we sort of, like, left it. Okay, so, so this is how serious this is for me, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Now, what I'm going to do is, I hope it comes across, I'm going to play for you maybe about 60 seconds at the most, of Glenn Beck's interview with a gentleman by the name of Steve Baker, who was a reporter. I didn't I didn't know anything about this, John, until yesterday. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, we are, uh, George, we are running out of uh, short of time, so uh, right, thank, well, thanks for the call. You can call later with that, uh, but, but we are uh, running short on time. Sorry about that. But a, an interesting story. <laughs> 
to say the least. Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, 609-407-1450. That's our number here. And uh, phones are a little slow this morning. So if you want to get in, this is the time to do it, 609 609- 407-1450. We'll come back with more Talk with a Purpose in just a moment. But first, and I made reference to this at the beginning of the show, St. Patrick's Day, uh, Easter, Passover, all of those things are coming up in the month of March. And guess where you want to go to get the things you need for those holidays? B.F. Mazio, where else? I mean, Irish potatoes? You know, I didn't know until I got into radio that there was such a thing as Irish potatoes. <laughs> well, of course, being in an Italian family, what would we talk about Irish potatoes? But Irish potatoes are available at BF Mazio. And of course, for Easter, Easter bread. And you know, nobody makes it like BF Mazio. So it's just homemade, it's fresh. And it's what you want for your holiday. And speaking of holidays, you know, you can have all the sides made for you from B.F. Mazio for your Easter and Passover celebrations. So it's just a, a one-stop shop for all of your needs as far as uh, catering and holiday preparation is concerned. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield and online at bfmazio.com. And of course, your everyday needs, the finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere, uh, fruit baskets, gift baskets, uh, baked goods, prepared foods, you name it, it's all there. And let's face it, I- I've been noticing lately that I don't feel like cooking. So... <laughs> you know, if you're like me, you just go to BF Mazio, get a couple of sides, and you got the whole week planned. It's that simple. BF Mazio, online at bfmazio.com, bfmazio.com. You want to sign up for their text messaging service, and all you have to do is text your number to 855 910 1246, and you will be in, and you'll get weekly text messages and a coupon. Or, uh, I mean, money-saving money saving values. B.F. Mazio. BFMazio.com is the website. 601 New Road in Northfield is the number. We're coming back with more. Talk with a purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. 
Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. Rain and drizzle breezy this morning. The high today at 54. A bit of rain this evening, otherwise cloudy tonight, low 45. Clouds tomorrow morning, some breaks of sun by the rest of the afternoon. High tomorrow 65. Spotty drizzle on Monday morning, a cloudy cooler day. High Monday at 56. Tuesday rain, high 61. I'm AccuWeather Steve Williams on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We are back here on Talk of the Purpose. Okay, so I made a mistake. <laughs> Easter is March 31st. Passover is what? The following week or whatever? Something like that. So what's a couple of days? You know what I meant. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's fun doing this show. It really is. Talk for the Purposes, the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Paul in EHT. Paul, good morning. Welcome to Talk for the Purpose. Yeah, um, if I live until June 24, I'll be 82. Congratulations. And and, and, and actually, I, I feel great. I mean, you know, I don't feel like I'm 81. But anyway, what I want to say is, Biden is definitely going to get us all killed. Okay, because um, <clears throat> Putin is is upset that the West is is uh, giving him problems in the Ukraine war, and so Putin has threatened to uh, to destroy London and Washington, as I hear. So 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 Biden is going to get us killed when yeah. he needs yeah. to get out of there. You know, I mean. Um, and, and, and being the same age as Biden and having AFib like Biden does, I can't imagine uh, uh, going, you know, I mean, um, I have to take naps, you know, during the day. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. he's just too old. He, he's too old. He needs to retire. And, 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 and one, one other thing. If you tell anybody that you're a Trump supporter, which I am, oh, you must be a racist. No, I'm not a racist. Okay, I just think that I I watch Biden and and and, and I look at his eyes and it looks like the, the hamster fell off the wheel, and and I look at, at Trump and he, and he has so much energy and yeah. he looks like. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the, the two just don't compare. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Paul, and thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, you know, one of the things he said, does it logically follow that if you're a Trump supporter, you're a racist? I, I mean, I've had people that I've dated that have said, oh, you got to be a racist. You're you're for Trump. What? I mean, I I told this story many years ago in the air. A, a, a girl was one-eighth, one-eighth African-American. And she said, you're for Trump? Yeah. You know, he's a racist. You're a racist. <laughs> he's like Hitler. And then my classic line, how many people did he kill? And that shut her up. But it, it's just and, – and, you know, Trump – doesn't look like a 78-year-old, but Biden sure looks like more than an 80-year-old. And and Paul just said it. How, how could he? He's got to take naps, and he's got the same condition as Biden. <laughs> I guess Biden takes naps, too, but we just don't know about it. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. 
Yes, good morning. Of course, uh, the unwrapped mummy looks like he's about 90 years old, and that's what he is. He's an unwrapped mummy. Yeah. They, t- they dug him up out of the grave, and now he's our president. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, when I take the bicycle path from my house on 24th Street to, to the 34th Street Acme, there's a skunk family that lives in a wildlife ref- uh, sanctuary next to the bike path. So I smell that skunk smell not all the time, but a lot of the time. Now, on 30th Street, there's the uh, substation for the sewer. Now, the smell of the sewer and the smell of the skunk are distinctly different from each other. But if you were to tell me that I smell skunk and you were to tell me I smell the sewer, I'm, I'm, we're going to have to disagree with each other. I just want to bring up a, a case scenario, a fiction case scenario, but it's actually real. Say you're in um, Central Park, New York City, and you hear a shot ring out. And you, you show up and another person shows up. There's a body laying on the ground with blood coming out of it. And you, see, you can clearly see he's been shot. And you say, the other person, one person says, oh my gosh, who shot this person? And well, we can't find it. And the other person says, well, we can't find the killer. Hence, he's not been shot. No, he's actually he's actually laying on the ground bleeding out. So our country's like laying on the ground bleeding out at this time. And we look who we have uh, running our country. It's a, it's a, it's a sh- I want a 1980 repeat when Reagan actually defeated uh, Carter, Carter in yeah. the presidential debates. Yeah. yeah. Now I I, I I I couldn't stand Ronald Reagan. I, I couldn't stand the guy. But the more I saw how our country was going in the right direction, I was really glad when he beat up Walter Mondale. Yes, Walter Mondale. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, but my friend always tells me, he says, yours is not the Abraham Lincoln party uh, any longer. And I says, it's yours is not the Jack Kennedy Democrat party any longer. So thanks for letting me call in. Okay, John, thanks for the call. I remember that 1980 election like it was yesterday, and I remember campaigning for Ronald Reagan. And I said, boy, we, we just can't continue with Jimmy Carter as president. And it was a landslide. I think... Uh, I think Carter took Georgia and maybe one other state, but that was it. Maybe the same thing will happen. Who knows? Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. 609-407-1450 is the number. 609-407-1450. We were talking uh, earlier in the show. We started off by talking about the immigration problem. And it is a problem, and I called it a mess, and Seth called it something worse. So uh, it's a definitely problem. Um, on the subject of immigration, a federal judge on Thursday blocked the new Texas law that would give police broad powers to arrest migrants suspected of illegally entering the U.S. Oh, boy. This is seen as a victory for the Biden administration and a broad rejection of Republican Governor Greg Abbott's immigration enforcement effort. Now, the law was to take effect March 5th, which uh, is Tuesday. Meantime, the state attorney general's office immediately appealed the ruling. According to the judge's ruling, allowing Texas to permanently supersede federal directives would amount to nullification of federal law and authority. You get that? I don't get it. By the way, this judge was appointed by Ronald Reagan. Um, I think the ruling should be overturned on appeal. But here we have a state trying to limit 
those who are coming over illegally. And a judge, here again, a judge gets in the way of things. A judge blocks the ruling. He says, nope, nope can't do it. Because it would, it would supersede uh, the Constitution of the United States. I don't get that. I don't get that at all. So it's it's that the cards are against us, it seems like. The deck is stacked against us when it comes to this. I mean, we're trying to limit this thing. Oh, and Biden say, oh, we had a we had a bill, and but Trump Trump uh, nixed it. No, no, Trump may have said, but he's not the president. He doesn't have the authority to do that. He may tell uh, his colleagues, oh, well, don't vote for it. But that's that's not his fault that it didn't pass. So you know, we've got these bills. Or first of all, I don't believe Biden. I don't believe Biden. <laughs> If, if he says the sky is blue, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's, he's just he has proven once again to be a liar. So it, it really just annoys me that judges are not looking at the reason that these things are happening, that, that, that we're, we're trying to limit illegal immigration, and yet they're blocking it. So no wonder we can't get anything done. Because every time you go left, they go right. They go right, we go left. It's 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 ridiculous. 609-407-1450. Uh, coming up in hour number two, we're going to talk. I, you will not believe this story of a Hollywood actor and how he is trying to skirt his tax responsibility. And this guy made a lot of money. I mean, a lot of money. And um, we're, oh, this is another one. Um, The New Jersey Energy Wind Project, you thought it was dead? (laughs) Think again. Governor Murphy is at it again. He approved the more wind projects. And and this one is, well, what can I tell you? It, it, it's just more of the, the same. More of the same. More of the same Murphy. More of the same Biden. It's just more Democrats are messing us up. Oh, and I want to thank, before I forget... I want to thank uh, Steve from Liberty and Prosperity. Steve gave me homework. (laughs) I mean, he sent me a book. I mean, this is like, remember those book reports you did in school with the binders and uh, graphics and all these things and notes? And this is unbelievable what he sent me. It is so thorough. You can tell he's a disciple of Seth Grossman. <laughs> I mean, thorough. This is more thorough than Seth. I mean, it, it's got to be, got to be twenty pages or more. And uh, I will certainly read it because I don't have time to read it today. But uh, he gave me, he gave me the week's worth of homework. 
All right? So. <laughs> oh, and also uh, thanks to uh, another Craig, not the Craig that usually calls here on the show. He's the one that pointed out this uh, in, uh, it wind turbine thing in New Jersey. And I didn't know this, but but Murphy kind of sneaked this bias. He sneaked by this this thing. Oh, he approved these wind turbines, and oh, it's it's just unbelievable. But <laughs> so those are the things that are on the agenda for the uh, hour number two. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty always is the number. And if you want, uh, you can listen anywhere at ninety five point five FM, fourteen fifty AM. And all, always online. We're always streaming at WPGTalkRadio.com is the website. Hour number one is rapidly coming to a close. And as I said, hour number two, we're going to talk about the actor who said what, what he said. <laughs> Didn't pay taxes for 10 years. <laughs> and wait till you hear the excuse. I mean, this is the best excuse I have ever heard for not paying your taxes. I might try this sometime, but of course I might end up in jail. <laughs> oh, talk with a purpose is the show, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll start off hour number two with a bang, 609-407-1450. Hour number one in the books, hour number two on the way. Don't go away. Atlantic City, WENJ HD3, Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Our number two, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday. 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us as we are getting into the meat of the show where we're really going to discuss some hot topics. 609-407-1450. That's the number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. Uh, we'll take uh, your calls and then I'm going to... You're, you're not going to believe this, 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 this story. I mean, I didn't believe it. I I read it, and I'm saying, is this right? Well, first, we'll take some calls. Greg and Abseek, and Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. Mr. DeMassey, good morning. Good morning, sir. Your discussion earlier about the borders and the judge's decision, yeah. it doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't, no. The no. president is not honoring the borders. These people are all illegal. He's talking about legitimate, organized immigration. What we're experiencing is going to kill the country. Yes. The, the guy, I don't know where the hell these people come from, the judges. I don't think they've ever read a law book or understand <laughs> A is before B is before C. I mean, it's like yeah. incredible. Yeah, you know, so the thing stupid, is, Greg, it, it, the thing is, when I read this about this judge, 
it turns out he was appointed by Ronald Reagan. So, I mean, so this thing is definitely inconsistent with that. Now, he said that this ruling is unconstitutional. What's unconstitutional about coming across the border illegally? I don't understand it. Yeah. Right. The border it has to exist to be, a, you know, it, it, it's insane. Yeah, it is. Reagan was spinning slightly. Yeah. Now he's turning at a space he could fly to the moon. Yes. Yes. At this point. Yes. It's it's insane. Yeah. It, it's just crazy. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a good point you made. It's like, where the hell are we? Where are we headed? Yeah. Yeah, That that's true. Greg, thanks a lot for the call. Bob is... Still in Florida, and I'm sure you're going to stay there for another month. <laughs> oh, at least, John, at least. But, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, look, nothing beats the Northeast in the spring, okay? People that, yes. that, people that, that live year-round in Florida, they, they have to do, for the paradise they have in the wintertime, in terms of weather, they do penance in the summer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's brutal. Oh, it's uh, my friend tells me it, it's not the place he wants to be in August. <laughs> Believe no. me, no, no way. But look, the uh, couple things on the board, you know, Biden, when he was campaigning, you know, we see it. Most of, of the listeners, I'm sure they, they watch Fox News or Newsmax. They saw Biden just during the debates and when he was campaigning, just encouraging my the illegals to come on over, you know, he, and, and, you know, he creates the problem. Now, all of a sudden, he's the tough guy. And yeah. he's going to, he's going to fix the problem. Yeah. Okay. So this is how deceitful this guy is. Oh yeah. All right. But, but, you know, it, it just, look, I think you're going to be bringing up the, uh, the windmills, the green energy. Yes. And, you know, it just, it's just another example of, of, People of this country, we want uh, all these, these major issues, immigration, affordable energy, electric vehicles. You know, all, we, we, we've made it, – it's very clear that the vast majority of people do not want electric vehicles. We want the border shut down. We want immigrants coming to this country that are going to benefit this country. Yes. Uh, we want affordable energy. You know, we, you know, the, this, the, 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 the electric vehicles, John, I'll just give you an example of, of how, how taxpayers are getting killed. And these dishonest politicians like Phil Murphy are increasing the cost of, of just everyday life for middle class Americans. And, you know, they try to hide it. I'll give you this example here. The electric utilities are funding the building of, of huge amounts of electric charging stations for electric vehicles that people do not want to buy. The electric utilities are funding that, subsidizing that. And, you know, who's paying for it? People who pay the electric bill every month. Yes. You and me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just, just another way of how they're taking money out of our wallets. They're not listening to the market. The market used to be the determinative factor for big business decisions. Unfortunately, big businesses even become woke, okay? Uh, 
it, it's not about the market making decisions. It's not about profitability. It's about following this idiotic agenda that the Democrat Party has shoved down our throats. And, you know, John, it's, it's on immigration. Dishonest Democrats, they know what they're doing. The fact is that the vast majority of white voters do not vote Democrat. So what do they want to do? They want to replace the population here. The great replacement theory is a reality. And, and, and you know, the, it's, it's, it's not a myth. It's, it's not, you know, they, they want to replace the Europeans that, that built this country. They want to replace them. With, with people from the third world who are going to be dependent on government handouts. Yes, that's, that's right. That's what it's all about. That's you know? right. That's right. Yeah. You yeah. you got it. You hit the nail right on the head. Bob, thanks a lot for the call. <sighs> 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio. Talk with the purposes of the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Good to have you with us. We're going to talk to uh, Al and John in just a moment. Um, I want to just get to this story. If you'll just you'll just hang on the line there, guys. <laughs> I mean, this is the height of arrogance. That's all I can say. You ready for this story? A federal judge in Philadelphia has ordered actor Terrence Howard... He is black, and uh, he's been in a very successful TV show, and he was in other shows and uh, a lot of movies to pay. The judge ordered him to pay nearly $1 million in back taxes, interest, and penalties. Now, you're saying, how's this a story, John? I'm going to tell you. It appears that Howard allegedly threatened a Justice Justice Department lawyer and maintained that it was immoral for the United States government to charge taxes to the descendants of slaves. How's that for creativity? How's that for an excuse? Terrence Howard, who is black... He failed to pay income taxes between 2010 and 2019. Ten years. Ten years. And in that time, that show that he was on, Empire, was the top-rated show. You know that he made a lot of money from that alone. And if they're still showing it in syndication or whatever, he's making money. So how dare he say, oh, I, 10 years, I, I didn't pay any taxes. Well, you made money, but you're a descendant of slaves. You shouldn't pay taxes. Oh, here's what he says. 400 years of forced labor and never receiving any compensation for it. Were you around? Were you, you, were you around, Terrence? Now, you have the goal to try and prosecute and charge taxes to the descendants of a broken people that you are responsible for causing the breakage. 
it gets better. He continued in another recording, in truth, the entire United States should by default become the property of the descendants of slaves. But since you do not have the ability or the courage to do it, let's try this in court. We're going to bring you down. In other words, turn the entire country over to the African-Americans because they were enslaved. And none of them that are living today were slaves. None of their descendants were slaves. Maybe their great-great-great-great-grandfather was a slave. Who knows? Maybe he wasn't. Maybe they weren't. By the way, I think, I think that we all should get together and go for this. My grandfather was discriminated against because he was Italian and he couldn't get a job. He finally got a job. But I say that I and you, all of us here listening to this program, should petition the government to turn all the property over to us. Because we were, as a collective group, we were more discriminated against than the the blacks. We're talking about the Irish, the Polish, the Italians, the Germans, you name it. The Japanese, throw them all in. Is that ridiculous or what? I, I thought I heard everything. And I, had to, I had to bring you this story because I thought I heard everything. <laughs> but I guess I haven't. Alan Corbin City. Al, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Good morning. Morning, Al. You know, uh, I, I, think, I think that guy is just, he's just trying to promote himself, get on the woke, woke wagon, yeah. you know. yeah. It's it, it, he he knows it's that's un, unrealistic, and it, it's a big BS. And he's just trying to sit there and, and you know grease the vid so maybe he won't pay as much in taxes. Yes. You know, I mean that's nonsense. It is. But yeah, let's get something serious. They're trying to push for this uh, cryptocurrency in this country where we're going to be a cashless society. Yeah, and the government will be the. The government will be the central bank, okay? And this way they can control, control us. Yeah. That means if they don't decide today that the conservative, uh, say, Judicial Watch or um, uh, whatever uh, conservative organization you want to think, I, they shouldn't be able to pay, uh, pay uh, money taken to them because uh, they're not with uh, what, what we believe is uh, what we should have to, going on here, you know? Yeah. They're not... You know they're they're not not for um, homosexuality and they're not for you know uh, uh, they're just not good people. So we're just not going to let them have any funds. I mean, and they'll be able to do it because it's not even cash. It's not even small banks. Won't even, there won't be small banks. It'll be one centralized bank. And you know, I hate to say this because you know I I don't have a tin uh, hat tin or foil hat on, but there is a push. To make there a one-world government, and it, and it'll be distributed by ten dis- districts, where they'll be controlled by a governor of each one of those districts, and it will be it'll be a socialist, communist-style country. They will not get a re- completely get rid of uh, democracy or um, capitalism because capitalism is actually the thing that thrives and creates money, but they will control it and limit it. Okay, 
and and yeah, you're absolutely the man was absolutely the man you have just beyond before is absolutely right. All they're trying to do is bring enough people in from the third world countries that'll be dependent on the government, so that they don't have to worry about voting. The voting will be just a joke. Yeah, it'll be a, yeah. it'll it'll be you know. Um, <laughs> Basically, like Russia or like so many other countries, there won't there won't be any choice. If they put a choice in there, there be it won't make any difference because they have so many people that are already uh, on the Democratic Party, and they know what that's what they're doing. Yeah, and they don't that's care. Right. That's right. And if we don't start standing up for it, we're we're going to be screwed. Yeah, I mean honestly. And the other thing we need to do is, what are we doing about balloting harvesting for the next election? Because it's not going to be that far away. Is there any plan for it? I've been asking. I've called my congressman. I called my uh, um, my uh, assemblyman. What are we doing about this? And I get this crickets. Yeah. Because you can't start. You can't go into an election a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars in or two hundred thousand dollars. I mean, two hundred thousand votes in the hole. Yeah, because you're not going to get. You're not going to recover from that. Right. And I should be illegal anyway, because what happens if you're voting two months, uh, like, what is it, two months out you can vote, or is it yeah. just one? No, it's two, it's two months. Yeah. What happens if something happens in between then that really uh, a person does something horrible? Yes. But you've already put your vote in. Yes, that's right. That's right. It, it, all right. Have a wonderful day. God yeah. bless. Thanks, Al. Thanks for the call. Yeah. I. You know, I just wish that it would go back to voting on one day. You know, you have the absentee for, for those who are infirm and who are sick or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I mean, towards the end of her life, my mother couldn't get out. So she would say, well, get me a ballot. And I would get the ballot. It would come to the house. I'd fill it out for her. I filled it out. <laughs> she said, who do I vote for? <laughs> so I filled it out, sent it in. But... You know, that's that's a an exception. <sighs> Talk with the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG. Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll talk to John and we'll talk to Linda. And maybe we'll talk to you after the break at 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. Back with more Talk with the Purpose in just a moment. But first, we talk about, as I've always said, there is no controversy. There is no uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But one of the finest automobiles on the market today is Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road in EHT. And I tell you, I had uh, an oil change a couple weeks ago, and the mechanic said, well, you're going to need rotors and brakes. And Okay, so I've got like almost... 80,000 miles. So it's appropriate <laughs> that I need brakes after 80,000 miles. So, you know, that's just one thing. But after that, uh, another 80,000 are going to come along. So Lexus is the kind of car where you really, you just drive it and you have the standard maintenance, oil change, oil filter, brakes, tires, that kind of thing. But, you know, you drive others, you drive Brand X, and I will tell you that those are the kind of cars, every time you turn the corner, it thinks it's going to go into the shop. So that that's, <laughs> I mean, that, that's the truth. 
So uh, this is why uh, many years ago I stopped driving Brand X and I went to Lexus, courtesy of Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road EHT. You want to see all the Lexus? You want to see the new, the pre-owned? Go to aclexus.com, aclexus.com, and you will see plenty of cars, plenty of pre-owned, plenty of new. It's all right there. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road EHT, and online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. And tell them that John DeMassey sent you. That'll get you far. (laughs) We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. Everyone who lives near the ocean or the bay knows that we have a bad storm and flooding about every 20 years. Some people want their shore houses built on pilings. However, others like me would rather pay for major repairs and improvements every 20 years than walk up and down an extra set of steps every day. At one time, Americans were free to decide what kind of house we lived in, but not anymore. If you live in any shore town from Brigantine to Cape May, you may not get a permit for new bathrooms or a new kitchen unless you first spend another $75,000 to raise your house 14 feet off the ground. Learn the details and what we can do about it. Visit libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. libertyandprosperity.com. And we are back here on Talk of the Purpose. If you want to email me during the week, J-D-A-D-V as in Victor, 1 at Comcast.net. J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. And, of course, you can always like us on Facebook. At Talk with a Purpose is our Facebook address. At Talk with a Purpose, that's our Facebook address. It's Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Let's talk to John in Ocean City. John, welcome back. Yes, I forgot the point that I wanted to make. Now, just say I head out, head out of my apartment in my power wheelchair, and I, I hear a shot ring out, and there's a person laying, laying down bleeding out. I know that person's been shot, even though I don't know who the killer is. And I believe that there was massive election fraud in 2020. Uh, just as sure as I can tell the difference between a skunk and a sewer station, sewer substation, that being. Anyway, um, when I first moved to Ocean City back when I was a kid, on the causeway there, from as soon as you come into a town off of the off the causeway, the bridge there, it's, now it's it's not a drawbridge any longer. But anyway, you would have a mobile gas station, and then you would have Exxon's. There were two mobile stations, uh, a Texaco, uh, two Exxon's, et cetera, and there was a Hess. They've all been taken. Last was a Sunoco, but the Sunoco's gone. So they've they've taken out all of our uh, gas stations. And there, at the same time, there's a an, a an electric vehicle charging station there on a nice street, <laughs> which is the uh, transportation center parking lot there. Uh, so they have outlets for to charge four cars, and they're they're building banks on thirty four uh, on on the nice street causeway now. So yeah, we need more banks. Right, we have a thirty four trillion dollar <laughs> national debt. Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Um, okay, I just want to clear something up there. Thanks, boss. Thanks. Uh, banks and electric cars. We need all of them. <laughs> right? Jeez. Linda and Absek and Linda, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, John. Good morning. 
so much to tell, uh, tell uh, Terrence that uh, the United, well, the United States now, but uh, the, this country, the United States, inherited slavery. Yes. From England. Yes. So I think he may have a problem with England, because what did the United States do? So it took it, it, it took enough years. But the Republican Party came along in 1854 yes. as the anti-slavery party. Yes. We fought the Civil War. That's right. Slavery, slavery is horrible. And were there misuses? Probably, no doubt. I mean, could, um, but we fought a Civil War and we lost a lot of white Americans who were against slavery. And we were known as the anti-slavery party. Now, the Ku Klux Klan is referred to as the arm of, I guess, uh, the enforcer of the Democrat Party. Yes. And they came along with lynching. And this is my understanding. I stand to be corrected. I read this years ago. They lynched, and the Republican Party... Folks, the anti-slavery Republican Party had more people uh, lynched than blacks. More whites were lynched. No, I stand corrected. No, we were. They 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 went. They did lynching, but they went first. It's my understanding after the white people because we were the radicals. We were the radical Republicans because we were against slavery. And so they lynched the Republicans and they lynched a lot of them. They lynched ultimately, by the time we're done with this sentence, they lynched more blacks. But you can't factor important facts like that, like that out of the equation. You can't have a discussion. Terrence can't just speak like that. Yeah, yeah, that that, that really was bad. I mean, that that was uh, that was very interesting. Yeah, and you had a caller last week, and at the end of your show, I think it was, and he said that he did not think that uh, that we're going to make it. That Trump's going to make it this election, and and he seemed to be very disappointed. And, of course, so am I. You know, when you look at this, when you look at this election and you think of 2016, they had Hillary was winning right up to the very end. That's right. Polls had her slam, slam dunk. They were laughing at us. But what happened? <clears throat> she lost. Yes. But they were ready for us in 2020 now, weren't they? Yeah. They were they were they were ready bigly for us in 2020 because they got us good six ways from Sunday. And so now what do we have in 24? We have a lot of people who are really excited. I mean, Trump's, he ha, this is a slam dunk. He should win this thing. How can he not win it? How can vote? How, blacks, blacks, they're, the black man loves Trump. Everybody's for Trump pretty much. You know, just, just, just the, the, the talk that's going around. And, of course, why wouldn't you? Do you want to continue going down the road that we're going no, down now? No, Absolutely not. No. But like your friend, and if you think they were ready for this in 2020, 
and and they, they, they have Biden and Kamala right Jeez. now. <laughs> you don't think they're going to be ready for us in 24? And has anybody done the first thing about making, passing necessary laws, making ne- uh, the necessary corrections in our voting system? So... Bye-bye, America. It was nice knowing you. But God, but God, bye-bye, USA. It was great. And my father died for you. Yeah, yeah. That's my story. Linda, thanks for the call. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah, it's... it's, uh They're... The Democrats... I mean, let's face it. They're better than us. They're better at playing this game than us. <sighs> Boy. Well, for the moment, let's let's get off that and let's talk about <laughs> Oh, Governor Murphy. He's a wonderful governor. By the way, a friend of mine visiting last week and uh, we were driving and <laughs> we went from Atlantic City to Philadelphia. And she said, uh, how come there's so many tolls? <laughs> is that all you have is tolls? <laughs> From a perspective of someone who has never been here before. Yeah, I guess. Call it the toll state. Anyway, the New Jersey Wind Energy Project. You thought it was dead. Wrongo. Thanks to, uh, this is another Craig who pointed this out. He sent me an email. This is called the Leading Light Wind and Attentive Energy 2 Project. <laughs> Can they get a longer name? They, uh, they were approved by the New Jersey Board of Public Utilities at a meeting this past Wednesday morning. And it comes after the board opened a third round of solicitations for wind projects since last March. Third round. Look, if at first you don't succeed, you try again. And then if you don't succeed, you try again. And if you're Phil Murphy, you keep on trying until he's out of office. And I can't wait for that. One thing about Governor Murphy, like I said, if he doesn't get it the first time or the second time, Anyway, these turbines, supposedly, will be located 42 miles from the shore off the coast of Seaside Heights. It is expected to be operational by 2031. And it is expected to power 1.8 million homes when fully operational. And again, thanks to Craig. He pointed this out. I hadn't even heard of this. I mean, maybe they snuck it through, but but this week it was pointed out to me, and we, in fact, had it on our own website, uh, WPGTalkRadio.com. And very quietly, or not so quietly, whatever the case, they are trying to shove this down our throat. And... There will be more solicitations for offshore wind turbines again later this year. They are bound and determined, 
that this is going to happen. And what can we do about it? Well, we can write our local assembly people, Don Guardian, Claire Swift, State Senator Vince Palestina, because I know they're not for it. But uh, 42 miles off the coast of Seaside Heights. All right, 40, 42 miles. Let's, let's think about that. 42 miles. All right, you say, oh, you're not going to see it off, you know, off the, you're not going to see it. Ah, it's all right. How about those cables? How about all that stuff, you know, interfere? Maybe it interferes with the fish, the fishermen, whatever. Maybe it affects the deep sea fishing industry. Who, who knows? Who knows? But again, there, there hasn't been, or at least I think there hasn't been. I haven't seen it. Maybe it's out there. But why don't the state show us so that they can kind of convince us? But no, we're just going to do it. It's, it's, going, it's going to be fully operational by 2031. That's a long way away. A long way away. <sighs> Boy, I, I, I'll tell you. The more, well, look, it was funny. You know how Facebook gives you these um, moments in time, like this is what you posted years ago. Like I used to post on Facebook what I was going to talk about in the course of the week. And seven years ago, seven years ago to this day, this day, seven years ago, I had Phil Murphy on my show. Phil Murphy was on my show seven years ago, and I said, vote for him. Boy, oh, boy. What can I tell you? (laughs) Seven years ago, huh? (laughs) Boy, oh, boy. Can I take that back? Jeez. Oh, well, we're going to come up on a break here. And then we're going to talk to Andy, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. More show after these words. Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For this afternoon, it'll be cloudy with a bit of drizzle, high 54. Little rain this evening, then mostly cloudy with low 45. Warmer tomorrow, cloudy in the morning, followed by clouds giving way to some sun, high 65 to wrap the weekend. When you get back at it Monday, spotty drizzle in the morning over coffee, then mostly cloudy with high 56. Occasional rain on Tuesday, high 61. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien. Brian on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we are back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you want to listen to any of our shows at any time, all you do is Google John DeMassey Podcasts. And they all come up. It's real simple. 
John DeMassey podcasts, and all of the shows come up. It is over 200, believe it or not. <laughs> and and maybe that uh, show was there from Phil Murphy. Who knows? <laughs> uh, talk with a purpose is the show every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Andy in Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Morning. Morning, John. It's a great day in Brigantine. Yes, it is. Especially for, especially for the bicyclists who have a bike lane that you could drive a tractor trailer did, through. Did you, do you believe that? I mean, do you yeah, believe, I, I saw that and I said to myself, <laughs> how many, how many bikes can they fit in that? I think they can fit you about did, seven, eight. Well, no, not, not seven. You, you could get four bikes abreast. Okay. But how you know, many? How but, many? How many times do you have four bikes abreast? I mean, it's. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, it's it's uh, again, like I said, you could you could drive a semi through there. Yeah, semi. That's right. It's going to be a lot of it's going to be a lot of fun this summer. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, anyway, um, you're talking about the wind turbines, and you know, um, I got into a debate on Facebook with some uh, old high school. Uh, classmates who who are drinking the Kool Aid, and they keep using this thing about Trump being a dictator. And I thought, well, let me ask a few questions. Did did Donald Trump tell you that you couldn't have a gas stove? No. Did Donald Trump tell you that you had to get rid of your gasoline powered car and get an electric car? No. Did Donald Trump? fire you because you wouldn't take the COVID vaccine? No. Uh, seems like a dictator ordered you to do those things. That's Joe Biden. It's not Donald Trump. And they keep talking about a threat to democracy. And I posted this online this morning. So a democracy, and, and, and people... Uh, we, People think we, we live in a democracy. No, we live in a constitutional republic. And that's why when we recite the Pledge of Allegiance, we say, and to the republic for which it stands. Now, what is a democracy? A democracy is one man, one vote. So in a democracy, 51% of the population gets to overrule the 49%. Okay? Now, our founding fathers in their sheer brilliance, came up with the Electoral College. Now, at the time of our founding, Virginia was basically like what we know as California, the way California is today. That's how Virginia was. It was the California of the East Coast. At, at, at our founding, the East Coast states, you know, the 13 states, highly populated. And our founding fathers thought it would be unfair for the other states that we now know as flyover country that they would not get a voice because all the power would be in the highly populated states. So that's why they came up with the Electoral College. And thank God they did, John, because without the Electoral College in 2024, New York and California would get to decide the president for the other 48 states. Yes. So when the Democrats say that we, 
That means you and me, Republicans, conservatives, Trump supporters, they say that we are a threat to democracy and that they, the Democrats, are trying to protect democracy. They're not trying to protect an existing democracy because we don't live in a democracy. We live in a republic. What they're, what they're trying to protect is a democracy that they want to impose on us because, because they know that their ideas don't survive in the arena of, of common sense. So they have to force their ideas upon us. That's where we yep. go to, to, yep. the, to the wind, tur- wind turbines, okay? So they have to cheat. They have to pack the court. They have to rig elections in order to force their will on the American people. Yep. Because, it, because they don't have a democracy. We, they, we have a republic. We have a representative republic. They want to impose a democracy here. But the, 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 the Electoral College is, is preventing that. And that's why they want to do away with the Electoral College. Yeah. Because the Electoral College would take away our voice, our vote. Yes. So it, it isn't that they're trying to protect a democracy that exists. They're trying to protect a democracy that they wish to impose on us. And, you know, they call, they call um, Ukraine a democracy, John. I don't know if you, if you read about this or know about this. This is, this is what democracy exists in Ukraine. You have Vladimir Zelensky, who shuts down TV stations, who don't report the news the way he wants them to. So he's censoring the news. He's controlling. It's a state-controlled media. In Ukraine, Zelensky is shutting down churches that practice Ukrainian Orthodox. He's keeping open the churches that practice, uh, I'm sorry, he's shutting down the Russian Orthodox churches, and he keeps open the Ukrainian Orthodox churches. He's actually had priests arrested, okay? So in Ukraine, you have a democracy. You have one man, one vote. And then they put Zelensky in power, and then he imposes his will on the entire population. That's what, that's what our Democrats in this country want to see here. They want to see a democracy the way it exists in Ukraine, where they, 40, you know, 51% get to overpower the 49%, put in their guy, and then the 49% have to have the will of the 51% imposed on them. And that's what Joe Biden is doing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we, that's right. Yeah, we 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 don't we don't want to protect democracy. What we want to protect is our republic. And that's why. And I'll finish up here. That's why when Benjamin Franklin exited uh, the the uh, 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 Constitution Hall, the the Constitutional Convention of 1787, when he left the building. On that day, in September of 1787, a woman came up to Benjamin Franklin and she said, Doctor, what have you given us, a monarchy or a republic? And Benjamin Franklin said, a republic, madam, if you can keep it. And we're losing it right now. We have to protect our our republic, not protect democracy. Thanks for the call, Andy. Those are uh, strong words, and uh, believe me, I hear you. Dan and Linwood. Dan, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. So, John, how long is it going to take when the 
Donald Trump wins the election to put a moratorium on these projects on, in the ocean? Um, I would say about a, a day. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen yeah, the first day. Yeah. He, he's going to be the dictator, and it's going to be the best dictate you ever had because you're going to get energy is going to come back to on focus, and the Biden's record of uh, believe it or not, six percent of the entire ten or eighteen million people who came here got deported. Six percent. That's a hell of a record. Boy, of, of boy, fut- failure and futility. Actually, yeah, yeah. That that's now, that's a very low percentage. Yeah, that's a low percentage. And now the cities, uh, Abbott did a brilliant thing because he put the focus on Chicago, San Diego, L.A., and everything else. Detroit, especially Chicago, their budgets are being slashed. Fire, police, social services. And all this money has to come from somewhere. Yeah. And Mayor Adams says, even though we're going to uh, cut the migrants' benefits, we're going to still remain a sanctuary city. Could you imagine this? <laughs> Jeez. What does it take for these people to have some common sense? Common sense. I mean, where does that take over? It doesn't with them, does it? I mean, I, 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 I. Well, we're kind of a, a silly country when it comes to voting. Washington yeah. D.C., who basically runs the country, they vote ninety-three percent Democrat. Yeah, that's right. So, so you get what you get. I told you know I, I'll repeat this. I, I said there the uh, there's a big rumor about the settlement of uh, who gets to Washington. You know, Maryland and Virginia have been fighting over it, right? Yeah. So the way they finally decided to settle this issue was uh, they uh, they got a ten thousand dollar coin that they found, really beautiful, really valuable coin, and they're going to actually do a coin flip. And so when they're going to flip the coin. The way it's going to be decided is the winner gets the coin and the loser gets uh, Washington. <laughs> so Maryland or Virginia, yeah. you, better, you better hope for that coin. <laughs> oh, that's that's a good one, Dan. Thanks for the call. <laughs> uh, well, I, I I would take the coin. <laughs> Keep Washington. <laughs> Bill and Abseek and Bill, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hey, John. I just want to tell you, you got a good purpose. Just keep talking. That's, a, that's <laughs> I have, right. A lot of stuff got going on. I just want to say that uh, I, what I said before was, um, to you off air was that we need a, a, a forward-thinking government. We need a forward-thinking, a futurist kind of look at the world. We need to be planning now for what's coming because it's changing fast. And it's going wild, it's rapidly wild, and nobody has really expressed the plan. And and the plan is worse than you think. And I really think that we need to be getting ourselves ready. This is like a trial run, you know. Yes. We, and and we're not, and we're falling behind because we're not looking ahead. And, and everybody's living for the moment, for the now. And we need to be looking for the future. If you want a future, you have to look towards the future. It just can't happen by happenstance. And it's just happening. Things are just taking off, and nobody's really thinking about the consequences of what we're what we're investing our lives in. And it's certainly not in the lives of people; it's in the lives of selfish um, grandizement and lots of 
desire for, um, you know, good things for themselves, but not for the people they serve. Uh, and we created this uh, republic. Uh, what happened to the Roman Republic? Yeah. Where's it at? Yeah. yeah. I have to go on. Yeah. Why do we base it on an old model? And you know, it's just like we, we know that this, the oppression of of, um, of communism and, and all those kinds of governments are, are wrong. They, they can't help anybody. They hurt people. They take people's lives. So we're going to take some time and look and say, how do we put a government together that really governs and helps and doesn't become a hindrance? I mean, that's what we're facing. Yeah. I mean, backwards system. It was an easy illustration. You go to Lake City, you park. You park in a meter. You know, you bought the meter. We bought the meter. We put it in the street. We put everything in place. We hired the guys that go around and give us tickets so that we can punish other people. That makes sense, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's backwards. They should be doing that. Let's make a place where people can park. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not make a hassle. Let's not steal or take their money. Let's just do it in the right way. If I put a quarter, that's fine. But don't punish me up to one zoo, seventy dollar ticket for twenty five cent fence. Doesn't make sense. No, that that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, you know, they they they, they got to get money. You know, that's the thing. Bill, thanks for the call. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I love that parking meter thing. I mean, twenty five cents, and well, it's worse. I tell you, it's worse in Philadelphia than it is in Atlantic City. In Philadelphia, if you are ten minutes late, because they just they have patrols all over. I mean, all over. and you think at night? No, they they have them at night. They have them in the day. They they have them all over. And and you're. Ten minutes late, boy, you're, you're going to get a ticket. <sighs> I'm done with parking meters. <laughs> Glenn in Dennisville. Glenn, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. All right, Sean. <clears throat> Where I come from is kind of a rational, futurist point of view, whereas you see two tenants upon the board. And as an example, a prime example would be AI is supposed to transform society. Basically, you know, they want to bring in um, remedial um, workforce and obsolete human workforce. So one great thought might be the government underwrites AI and they utilize the revenue to support the great society. How does that strike you? Uh, well, if you're talking about the Great Society per Lyndon Johnson, uh, that doesn't that doesn't strike me at all. So, I'm talking about oh. public welfare. Oh, oh okay, okay. Uh, From that point of view, in other words, one tenant supports the other tenant. You want to bring in AI, knock everybody out of work worldwide, then let that industry support all those people that are under the table. Yeah, they can they, they can't function without government. That's right. That's that's the transition to the next point, Yeah, which is why the Democrats are so entrenched. It's out of fear. Yeah. In other words, if they, if they cannot control, uh, you know, their foundational financial foundation, which the government supports them with, then where are they going to go? 
yeah. they they have to be on the tip. So if that is the case, then let's tie this all together. So I call that, you know, a kind of a futurist, rational, great thought. That's yeah. all I got. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Dennis. Uh, Glenn. Thanks. I, I almost called him Dennis because he's in Dennisville. It's Glenn in Dennisville. Thanks for the call. 609-407-1450. 609-407-1450. Uh, let's take Ethel in Galloway. Ethel, good morning. Welcome. Hey, good morning, John. How you doing? Good. Good. You know, I'm from Galloway, but I'm actually sitting in an open house in Brigantine today. It's, it's pretty uh, nasty out there, but yes. you never know. <laughs> anyway, so I was listening to your show. It's, you know, I'm so glad you are on there, John, and I love when Seth gets on there and talks about history because we need to remember our history. You know, um, we see what's happening with this country. I was listening to Linda. I thought she was very good. Um, this country is being overtaken, and you have to be dumb, deaf, and blind not to see what they're doing, even like with the insurrection with um, January 6th, what they want to call it, an insurrection. Yet the White House has a fence around their, their property, you know? Yeah. The way they treat civilians today, Americans, um, they're putting us in a box. Little by little, they're putting us in a box. And I really resent New Jersey being here because – this governor, of course, is a Democrat, so he follows the lead. Now, you know that girl that got murdered right in Georgia from an immigrant? Yes. Have you heard anything from our governor about that? And you won't. No. No. You won't. No. And isn't that sad? I yeah. mean, is, it, is this about the party or is this about human Is this about human life, human dignity? Is this about America anymore? It's not even about America anymore. Yeah. They've sold us out. That's right. That's right. You know, so I think personally we should start doing things like getting watch parties and start um, doing community watch. Because honestly, those immigrants sooner or later are coming to our homes, even in the suburbs. It's coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I, I'm, I'm telling you. It, it's, so people it's, need to get smart and start. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I don't know how to do any of that. I've never been at war. I've never done anything like that. But I, and I really believe in the end anyway, I trust in Jesus for everything. And I believe he's coming back soon. I really do with the way things are going. Um, but people need to start banding together before we start getting killed in the middle of the night. I hate to say it, but that's yeah. where it's coming, going. Yeah, through. it may very well be. Ethel, thank you. Thank you for the call. And, and good luck with that uh, open house <laughs> that you're doing in Brigantine. <laughs> You're going to bring me a new neighbor. <laughs> 609-407-1450. That's our number here. We'll uh, we'll take a call. At, we're going to take Bob after 11 o'clock. So uh, he'll start us off in the hour. And then uh, maybe we'll take you at 609-407-1450. Uh, th- there seems to be, again, a gloom and doom uh, kind of theme to today's show. And I can see where you get that. But then we always got to hope. We got to hope for a new administration in 2024. And and we just hope that, that Trump wins. And, you know, I still hate to call it because I don't want to be complacent. But the numbers are showing, really, the numbers are showing for Trump against Biden. But, you know, I, I just don't know. You know, you, you never know. You know, the, the 16 election, who would have thought? I mean, I hoped Trump would win and I voted for him, but who would have thought? I mean, I was resigned to the fact that we would have four or maybe eight years of Hillary. Thank God that didn't happen. 
Oh. oh, well, it is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Our number two looks like it's in the books. Do you believe it? Time flies when you're having fun. Our number three is on the way. And we have still a lot to talk about. <laughs> so if I were you, I wouldn't go away. Talk with a purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Atlantic City, WENJ HD3, Millville, a Town Square media station. Everything you need to know in six minutes starts now. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And as the man said, I'm John DeMassey. Well, who else would it be? <laughs> uh, we are having fun here this morning. 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio. 609-407-1450. Um, we'll get into the topics for this hour. But first, we're going to talk to Bob, who is still sunning and funning in Florida. Bob, good morning. Welcome back. Hey. John, I've, I've got to get the suntan lotion on. Just <laughs> <a second. laughs> hey, look, uh, I, I call about Andy's excellent call, but and, and I do want to get the parking meters. But Andy absolutely is correct here. Okay, we are not a pure democracy. Okay, our founding fathers created our wonderful system of government to prevent the tyranny that a pure democracy uh, can cause. And, and where you have examples of this, John, uh, Rhodesia, okay, which became Z Zimbabwe, that hellhole of a country, okay, was, was prosperous, very prosperous. Uh, and then and then the, the British government left and democracy, pure democracy, took place. And they elected a black nationalist dictator named Robert Mugabe, who was a racist criminal. Uh, he murdered, systematically murdered, the, the white landowners, the white farmers. And, and now that country can't feed itself. It's a disaster. Okay? Uh, and in South Africa, a lot, of, a lot of that is going on there now, too. Uh, Pure democracy can be just as bad, just as tyrannical as any communist or fascist dictatorship. So uh, thank heaven for our founding fathers. And an excellent point Andy made. Now, just want to get in the parking meters here and how these shore towns, how they just rip off tourists. Okay? Yeah. Uh, in Cape May, yeah. a parking a parking ticket is in the low 40s now, right? Uh, and and it's all designed so they can write parking tickets because we used to have straight-up meters, right? You park in a space, you see the meter, you see you have to pay the meter, right? But 
they have kiosks, right? And if you're a tourist coming into town, say you get there a little in the evening, you, you want to park downtown, okay, you may not see the sign. They have one sign, like in half a block, they have a sign that says yeah. and, and, kiosk. Yeah, right? it's one, sign, one sign for the whole block. Correct. Yeah. If you don't see it, you think, oh, this is great. Cape May's got free parking. Yeah. The next thing you know, you get hit with a big parking ticket. And, and you know, it is, this is such short-sightedness. I had, I had customers, John, and it hasn't happened lately. But I've had customers, okay, that spent thousands of dollars every year come into Cape May, every year. They got hit with parking tickets. They never came again. Okay. Jeez. Never came again. Now, I'll give you another thing here that happened here. This is, again, so short-sighted. Ford Motor Company executives from, they had a plant in Wilmington, Delaware. Okay, these were executives. They wrote, wrote they brought down their motorcycles. There were like four of the big executives. They rode their motorcycles down to Cape May. They were planning to have a big event commemorating Henry Ford's racing vehicles on the beaches in Cape May. But what happened? These guys parked their four motorcycles in one parking space, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> and they put the money in, but they got ticketed. And you know what happened? That event never got held in Cape May. <laughs> okay. That's that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. Okay? That's what we're dealing with with these, these people who, in a lot of cases, never run businesses. They they stick their nose into local government. Yeah. That, yeah. And, and you know what, yeah. John? They're absolute morons. Yeah. That's well, what they are. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because you're in business and I'm in business. So... A businessman thinks differently than a, a bureaucrat. I mean, a, a bureaucrat, uh, okay, so he's always been paid for by whatever city. But by the taxpayers. That's yeah, well, that, 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 but that's not how they think. You know, they think, oh, well, the, the, we can't have them parking anywhere. We got to get oh. revenue. You know, we got to get revenue. So, oh, of so, course. Yeah, that, and so that, you're right. That's short sighted because. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many, your customers never came back. How many thousands did they spend with you? Just you. And to say nothing of the restaurants and amenities, uh, that uh, Cape May has a lot of those. Well, yeah. John, you know, in, in a, in a 20 year period, just, and, and how many, wasn't just this one, you know, this, this one husband and wife. I mean, numerous customers never came back. Yeah, and, and and not just not just for me, but you see, and and you know this because you know you, you've been in marketing your entire life. It is so much harder. Like when when you have an established client, an established customer, retention <clears throat> yes is pretty easy. Yes, if, if you treat people right. But getting a new a new client to come on board is yeah. a lot tougher. That's right. You got to spend a lot. That's more That's right. That's right. And and so. and I have many clients doing that, spending a lot of money to get new customers. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. They, they they told us pretty good at LaSalle Business. Yes, School. they did. <laughs> yes, they did. Bob, thanks for the call. <laughs> uh, I want to just uh, ask all the callers to hold for just a second. I got to read you this story. 
another absurdity. You ready for this? Supervisors in San Francisco formally apologized Tuesday to African-Americans and their descendants. They apologized for the city's role in perpetuating racism and discrimination, with several stating that this was just the start of reparations for black residents and not the end. It's the beginning. Starts with an apology. San Francisco joins Boston in issuing an apology. Nine states have formally apologized for slavery, according to the resolution. That's not the best part. Ready? Here, here it is. The African-American Reparations Advisory Committee also proposed that every eligible black adult receive a $5 million lump sum cash payment and a guaranteed income of nearly $100,000 a year to remedy San Francisco's deep racial wealth gap. How about my wealth gap? <laughs> How about your wealth gap? <laughs> How many wealth gaps do we have here? I mean, we've got to have... Uh, how many listeners do we have, Chris? Several thousand? Okay. So let's put several thousand people in this wealth gap. I'll settle for a million up front and 50,000 a year. Wouldn't you? The, the question I have is who is going to pay for that? $5 million in a lump sum cash payment? What? And 100000 a year to boot. Ridiculous, 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 ridiculous. Talk with a purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Andy is back. Andy and Brigantine, welcome back. Morning again, John. Well, it, you know, we're already seeing reparations. I mean, how many, <clears throat> how many times have you seen across the country where laws are being rewritten or... Um, crimes are not being prosecuted because to do so would be to disproportionately affect blacks. So in, we talked about this before in yeah. Philadelphia, yeah. in Philadelphia, you, you, uh, the police cannot pull you over for eight violations, moving violations that, that they used to be able to pull you over for, uh, various things like, uh, burned out taillights, expired inspection stickers, et cetera, et cetera. They say because those things, those pullovers disproportionately affect blacks. Yes. Well, that, that, that's reparations. You're allowed to break laws. You're allowed to loot stores, and we will not prosecute you. You can steal $900 worth of merchandise. Isn't that reparation? Yeah. And yeah. it was interesting. I don't know if you saw this. There was a story, and I forget which news outlet or, or website it was, where they did a story about all of the the, uh, the crime sprees we've been seeing across the country where these people, you know, hordes of them go into a store, they steal a bunch of stuff, and they leave. And the people that they used in the story 
that it was a picture of two young white girls, like two young skinny white girls, like 18, 20 years old, right? Now, when have you watched a store being looted and seen two blue-eyed blonde girls, 18 or 20 years old? When have you ever seen that? Never, never. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that 100% of the looters are blacks. I'm not saying that. But most of the time, yeah, they're people of they are people of color, yeah, and they're young they're young people of color, yeah. And the the excuse we get is, well, these are just poor people who are are, are hungry and they you know they're trying to feed their families. And I don't know if I said this to you or, or to Harry. I've never seen a black man or a white man, for that matter, eat. A 16-inch color television when he was hungry. You said it to me, yeah. And I thought yeah, that was yeah, funny. That was funny. Well, it's, yeah, it, it's still true. Now, uh, let's let's go back on Trump. Uh, you know, John, Donald, uh, 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 Joe Biden, quote, won in 2020 by 43,000 votes across three swing states. Now, when you cheat, Find that you cheat. You have to make it believable, though. Like if Joe Biden had won by, say, 10 million votes, nobody would have believed that because Joe Biden had rallies where he couldn't attract dead flies with his rotting corpse. (laughs) And, and, And meanwhile, Trump had throngs of people standing out in the freezing cold and the rain because the building couldn't hold them all. But we're expected to believe that that there was this 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 energy for, for Joe Biden and that he beat nobody believes that that well I, I shouldn't say nobody believes but anybody with an ounce of common sense with eyes and ears can't honestly believe that Joe Biden beat Donald Trump legitimately it just it just it, you, 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 there's some things in life that you just know but you can't prove but you just know it yeah so. They made it believable because he won by only 43,000 votes across three swing states. So when you cheat, you can cheat, but you have to make it believable, okay? So what we have to do is we have to win so much. In cheating, they can't beat us. So... You know, if Donald Trump wins by 100,000 votes or something like that, they're going to cheat. That's what they do. They cannot get people to vote for their ideas because, as I said in the previous call, their ideas do not survive in the arena of common sense. No, they don't. No. no, So the only way their ideas can take hold is, is if they are imposed upon us by force. So. Um, Donald Trump is winning. They, they came out with another story yesterday. Donald Trump is winning pretty handily among all of the swing states. Donald Trump is beating Joe Biden nationally by four points. Okay? He's winning with young people. He's winning with blacks. He's winning with Hispanics. The only group that Trump doesn't win are the young single women who want to kill their babies. Yeah. And he's never going to he's never going no, to win them. Probably not. Okay? No. So um But he doesn't need them, Andy. He doesn't need them. So, 
What's that? He doesn't need them. No, no. Look, if Donald, if these numbers hold up, if these numbers continue, even if they didn't go up, if they stayed where they are right now, Donald Trump walks away with this. You cannot, you cannot win without the black vote. And Donald Trump is, is in the 20 percentile now with the black vote. This is a sea change in the electorate, okay? You know, because, because Barack Obama won, got 93% of the black vote both times. Now, Donald Trump isn't winning with black women as much as he's winning with black men. Yes. Black men, black men are identifying with Donald Trump because they see Donald Trump as being unfairly targeted. Yes. That's right. By any measure. If you are a rational, clear-thinking person who can fog a mirror, okay, you have to see that what's happening to Donald Trump is that he is being unfairly targeted. And black men can identify with that. As a matter of fact, there are a lot of black men in California in particular who can identify with that because Kamala Harris, when she was a prosecutor out there, after sleeping her way to the top under Willie Brown, and I mean literally under Willie Brown, okay? <laughs> Kamala, Kamala Harris was throwing black men in prisons and letting them rot yeah. for minor yeah. crimes yeah. just to make her, her prosecution record look good. Yeah. So, yeah. again, if these numbers hold, Donald Trump's, but I agree with you, we cannot be complacent. We can't just assume he's going right. to win. That's right. But all the, in, all the indications are that Donald Trump, that this election is going to be, it's going to look like Nixon McGovern in 72 and uh, Reagan Carter in 92. I hope so. I hope so. Thanks. Thanks for the call, Andy. Yeah, I hope it's like Reagan Carter in 80. I sure do hope so. We'll see. We have uh, Rich Barely, we have John, and we have Linda. We'll take all of them after the break. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And still uh, a couple of topics to cover here on the show. So uh, we'll try to get it all in before we leave you at 12 o'clock. Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Coming back with your calls and more show after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, if you want to email me during the week, jdadv1 at comcast.net. That's the number one. jdadv1 at comcast.net. 
and uh, don't put the number sign in, okay? okay. <laughs> it's a confusing email. What can I tell you? That's the only email I've ever had. JDADV1 at Comcast.net. And you can always like us on Facebook at Talk With a Purpose. At Talk With a Purpose is our Facebook address. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. Rich Barely's on the line. He's going to tell us how to get rich in real estate, right, Rich? <laughs> Thank you for the opening. <laughs> the, uh, I'm on my way over to Atlantic City, the state wrestling tournament. Uh, there was some great wrestling last night with the semifinals, which is usually the best round because if you lose there, then you're not getting into the final. So they uh, had a good crowd there. I go every year to try to figure out why I didn't make it to the state. <laughs> I got it for it. Actually, um, if I was wrestling nowadays, I would get there. I got fourth in the region, so uh, I got close. But anyhow, it's uh, always interesting seeing uh, the, that caliber of uh, competition. So, um I'm calling into your show, and I've been listening all morning, and I appreciate every caller that called in. And uh, I think the observations are so accurate uh, with what we're confronted with. But um, you made a statement that saying we could only hope. I I would like to turn that around, like hope Trump uh, gets in, like I, uh, I think I recalled. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I, I, I'd like to add to that that, we cannot hope. We have to take action. Yeah, and, uh, that's right. And and I, and, I, and I'm not contradicting. Yeah, I love you and you know, your yeah, show well, and everything I, about I, I, what it you is. You can you can but have we, a we got, difference of opinion. We, that's a, that's yeah, okay. I understand. Well, we we just, we just <clears throat> got to take take that hope into action from each and every one of us if we're sincere about saving our country on the way that we we grew up. Then we have to take it to action. And a lot of people are calling in your show, and it's fantastic. But we cannot be the silent majority. What we have to do is get out on the streets and get every one of the people who believe in our democracy or our republic of form of, uh, of government, and we believe that it will be eliminated if we do not win. We have to take it to action, and, and, and I mean that sincerely. And. You know, I try to do it in, in a lot of different ways myself, but I'm encouraging each and every one of, of the people in your audiences that you might disagree with his style, Trump's style, but he's American. And, and really, I'm, I'm always perplexed uh, with where, why people um, strongly dislike Make America Great Again and variations of that. How can you not make uh, like that? I yeah, mean, I, uh, I, yeah, I, just, I, I just, it blows my mind. It does. I mean, and you know, you know, I, I read once a week or twice a week. I read these editorials. Oh, Trump! If if Trump gets in, that's it. We're done. Wait a minute. Where have we gotten with Biden? I mean, look at where we are. I, it's it's ridiculous. And you see it. You're in business. I mean, this this is this is ridiculous. So yeah, yeah it's, it's such such one away is that starting to erupt is that you know everything from the borders and what I despise so much, John, is that um, that we get handed a bill of goods about inflation that it's four yeah. percent. Yeah, what, are you kidding me? Yeah, you go out to a restaurant, go out to a grocery oh. store. 
It's not 4%. No. It's like 30, 40% inflation. Yeah. And to sit there and tell us that it's 4%, what are you kidding me? I mean, that. It's just it's just making a mockery out of things. Oh yeah, and I, I've called I've called into your show too, and I've told people which I, I can't stand because uh, is my uh, cost of insurance. My cost of my insurance for my wife and I, just my wife and I, is now forty thousand dollars a year. Whoa, forty thousand dollars a Whoa. year, and people, if that doesn't get you ticked off enough. Uh, and and these immigrants, illegal immigrants, are getting free health care, and I, and I have to work ten, twelve hour days. Jeez. Forty thousand dollars. That a is year. ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And it's insane. And I've looked up and down. Horizon is the only GD company out there uh, because it, uh, uh, the National Association of Realtors has has some kind of a policy that I would love to get, but they don't underwrite it in New Jersey. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> so it's, what I'm just, you know, in summary, I would just plead for us to all stick around how you cannot hope and how you can get involved and be proactive because that's, that's your right. last caller hit the nail on the head. Because yes. beating on the other side, I don't believe these machines are um, uh, have integrity. So what we have to do is to figure out how to beat them in, at, at the uh, ballot and independents and Democrats that want to uphold uh, this country. Please join in. It's not about Republican or Democrat. It's about saving our country. That's right. That's right. Rich, thanks for the call. Well said. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Hey. Hey. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Good. 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 Um, actually, uh, you said that the wind turbines are going, are going to be built forty-two miles offshore. Yeah. Yes. That's what it. Well, that's what uh, this latest um, this latest bill is, or, or the latest uh, approval rating, I should say. Uh, yes, yeah. Um, the leading yes. light wind and attentive energy two project <laughs> was yes. approved last Wednesday. Uh, Yes, um, international waters start about 24 miles offshore, and then the canyon starts about 50 miles offshore. Okay. So anyway, so that, it's not it's not uh, it's, they're not breaking any laws of the Russians have submarines in the deepest part of our ocean. Yeah, and that's uh, 22 miles, which is uh, eight miles short of the canyon. So, uh, but they they're good eggs. I mean, the CIA uh, destroyed Nord Stream One and Nord Stream, part of Nord Stream Two pipelines. But there's cables that connect the mainland to those uh, wind turbines. What's to say that they won't plant C4 on those cables and blow them up? There, there's no saying that what they'll do. I mean, the, the Russians are not our pals. And uh, I just want to read uh, from the book of Revelations here. But, uh, and the ten points which thou sawest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings oh, one hour with the beast. Now, there's a globalist think tank in New York City called the Club of Rome. And they already have the world mapped out into 10 zones. And each zone will have a commissar. Now, the Apostle John used the word king for ruler. He didn't know about commissars back then. It, was, it didn't exist. But it's not a coincidence that this is all going on. And also, uh, Revelation 13, 16 to 17. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Now... 
the, the radio frequency identification device, the chip, is incompatible with the left side of the body. But the, the two places where it will be inserted is the forehead and the right hand. So that, that's, that's right out of the book of Revelation. So if you don't believe we're in the end times, but we have to fight that. The whole thing is that God knows what's going to happen. God knows exactly what's going to happen and when. So we don't. So we have to fight. We have to fight to the end, it looks like. And we, we, need, we need even the Pennsylvanians to come down here for the summertime. They need to get in on it, too. We can't afford to have those windmills built, up, uh, built offshore. And, yes, it's going to provide a lot of jobs. And it's going to make a lot of people rich. But it's it's, a fa- it's doomed to fail. And they know it's doomed to fail. Yeah, so yeah. That's where else. Thanks for letting me call in. Yeah, thanks, John. Yeah, it's doomed to fail. I think so. From what we've seen, it didn't work in other countries. Wh- which country was it that took it, that they had them and then they took them down? I, I, I don't know which. It might have been Norway or something. But 42 miles offshore, huh? Boy, that's a lot of cable. <laughs> Man. Whoa. Linda's back. Linda and Absekin. Welcome back, Linda. Hey, hi. Uh, California is a free state. It's not a slave state. never was. Well, that, 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 that's not what they say. <laughs> they are saying that uh, they're apologizing to African-Americans and their descendants for the city's role in perpetuating racism and discrimination. It's amazing. It's amazing. Isn't it? <laughs> I yeah. mean, they were California. Yeah. wasn't a slave state. No, it, was it wasn't. No. There, were, there were many others, too. Yeah, yeah. So, but what, what facts? They don't mean anything. No. Not when you have, not when you have liberalism. It says what it wants to say, and you have to suck it up and accept it. And if it doesn't actually, so so maybe you, you know, they're, like I said, it's a free state. It's not a slave state. Yeah, not, not, a, yeah. not a slave state. So 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 then so so so, so then news might come along and say, well, you know, they, they 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 leaned a little this way here, and they leaned a little that way there, and but it doesn't matter that they were a free state. It doesn't matter that America inherited slavery from England and um, and and the Republican Party did away with it. Yeah. You don't you don't hear facts. No, you don't like hear that. that. You don't hear 400,000 died and they were whites died no. fighting no. for slavery, fighting to, to abolish slavery. Yeah, you don't hear right. that. Right. Yeah. You know what? You know what? I, maybe you should ask your husband this and you can call me next week. I, I want to know, I want to know, as a CPA, if he can figure out how they're going to pay every eligible black adult $5 million in a lump sum. Einstein himself said the tax code was the most complicated. It was harder than the theory of relativity, I guess. He said it was tax code. the tax code was the most complicated thing. Yes. So, uh, yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. But I just want to go out saying, Ethel, John, you have a caller named Ethel. Yes. This woman is my hero. She has, she is such a woman. She's such a strong individual and courage and loves the Lord amazingly. And, um, yeah, I, uh, great caller, Ethel. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Linda. And thanks right, again. Bye. For, thanks again for calling. <sighs> I want to know. I really want to know this because they say they said we're gonna we're gonna propose every eligible 
black adult yeah, yeah. receive a five million dollar lump sum cash payment? Five million. Who is paying for that? And how are we getting the money? And then a hundred thousand a year? <laughs> I'm signing up for that. Uh, Roscoe and EHT. Roscoe, good morning. Hey, good morning, John. Uh, great, great, great show today. Thank you. Uh, I think uh, Andy really gave a great uh, dissertation on yes. democracy versus uh, republic and how they work together. Yes. I actually appreciate that because, you know, I've been trying to formulate descriptions in my own crazy mind and and he said it so good. I think I'll have to go back and record your podcast. Okay. But, but uh, here, here's some. I get some some thoughts on what you've been talking about with uh, reparations and the uh, world. Of the by, by the way, before you be, before you go any further, uh, I had planned to start this hour with the uh, the email that you proposed to me, and um, I was going to do a whole thing on this. Uh, we may not have time, but I will get to it next week. So, so you'll know. Uh, yeah, I'll, well, I'll eventually get to that. I appreciate that, and I, I have to add that you, you'd be very brave to do that uh, with your <laughs> audience. <laughs> but uh, here's something uh, you know what you brought up with uh, reparations. The yes, first yes, thing yes. is that uh, you know they've already imposed reparations, but it's within the hidden agenda. Uh, George Soros funded all these, uh, you know, liberal socialist politicians to be in cities like Philadelphia and whatnot. Uh, and, you know, when they reduce the limits of what an actual crime is and theft, that's reparations. You know, the, the minorities can run into those stores and, and rip out, you know, fancy Gucci's and stuff and not have to worry about, you know, going to jail. That's what, that's my first uh, and the other thing is, your audience almost assumes that uh, uh, Donald Trump will be elected. I hope he is. But the Democrats are much more devious than it appears the Republican uh, Party is. And I don't think, I think for most people are underestimating their level of deviousness because. I do some research, and there's a lot of excellent pundits out there that are predicting uh, a surprise, uh, a surprise at the Democratic convention with super delegates, and it's called the election twist. And one, they proposals that would be the guy in California. Yes, Harry Carlson, Gruesome Newsom. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it would be maybe Michelle or Hillary, but uh, but maybe. Newsom, a vice president, but I don't, you know, we don't know exactly, but there is a lot of high level thinking that there's going to be a twist and everything we're seeing now is a ruse that everything changes when that happens. Yes. Uh, the hidden agendas uh, that we that are taking place right now, we know nothing about, or we, we, we suspect it. But anyway, the other thing is if if it goes the wrong way and socialists, communists take over, I think people have to start thinking about, and people already are thinking about what the new world is going to be. 
Like you mentioned $5 million to uh, (laughs) people. That's crazy. But the thing is, it it makes the U.S. dollar crazy. When we have morons in the government uh, making policy, what happens to the U.S. dollar? And I think people are already preparing for it right now. And I'll close with this one final example. And I'm not plugging anything, but, you know, gold and one form of Bitcoin, like Bitcoin is crazy. It's based on puzzles that these computers solve. Uh, These crypto miners have to buy vast resource of these computers from China to solve these silly puzzles. But the one thing about Bitcoin is it has a limit on how many there can be in the future. Like, and they're having a halving event in April, which means the puzzles get twice as hard and the Bitcoin miners have to buy twice as many machines. But Bitcoin has risen in the past three weeks about 30%, 40%. And that's a sign that people are flocking to other vehicles of what they consider stored value other than the U.S. dollar, in my mind. At least I'm thinking that. And people are preparing for it. So... I'm not saying go out and buy Bitcoin or anything like that, but I don't know what what the stored value is going to be. But the idea of being a U.S. dollar, with if you're going to give five million to every person, you know, hey, let's give it to Italians. You know, I like your idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. My, my grandfather also was a coal miner. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my family was dirt poor and you know yeah we're just we're all just peasants yeah, that's give right all the peasants give all the that's peasants, right uh, that's right dollars. that's right so you I'll got it i'll close with that i i, I love your show and i, I think you're great so. thank you we're, we're we're all signing up for that roscoe <laughs> talk with the purpose is the show saturdays nine till noon wpg talk radio 95.5 we have a full bank of calls george dan greg and linda in that order and we'll uh, we'll take them all after these words Chances are you've tasted the delicious fruits and vegetables from B.F. Mazio, but didn't know it. That's because B.F. Mazio has a huge wholesale division that delivers to area restaurants, schools, hospitals, and more. If you own a restaurant or run a commercial kitchen, call B.F. Mazio's wholesale division at 609-641-6608. That's 609-641-6608. And don't forget B.F. Mazio at 601 New Road in Northfield. Call 609-641-6608. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. For this afternoon, it'll be cloudy with a bit of drizzle, high 54. Little rain this evening, then mostly cloudy with low 45. Warmer tomorrow, cloudy in the morning, followed by clouds giving way to some sun, high 65 to wrap the weekend. When you get back at it Monday, spotty drizzle in the morning over coffee, then mostly cloudy with high 56. Occasional rain on Tuesday, high 61. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk with a Purpose, 609-407-1450, our number here in the studio. Let's get started. We have George in AC. George, welcome back to Talk with a Purpose. Right, thank you very much, sir. Uh, I'm going to go as fast as I can because you got so many calls backed up. I was calling back to say to you, but Rich Burley took that away from me, that hope is not a strategy, but that's done. 
Okay. So we'll go to the next two things that I think were the greatest lines that were said on your show today. The gentleman that called a while back and maybe about an hour or so ago, Biden is like a hamster that fell off the wheel. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one, right? Yeah. And then we go to Andy from the great municipality of Brigantine, the greatest place on earth, I think. Anyway, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Any rational, clear thinking person that can fog a mirror. <laughs> have a great weekend everyone all right thanks george thanks for the call yeah a couple of good lines i mean sure i gotta say that dan and linwood dan good morning welcome back <clears throat> and john uh 1.6 trillion for the infrastructure bill 7.5 billion set aside for charging stations Oh, whoa. Now the set aside is the most important thing because after 27 months, guess how much of that 7.5 billion has been spent on charging stations? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. That would be, uh, the old wide receiver for the Houston, uh, Houston, uh, team, football team, Kenny Burroughs, double zero. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, and it's uh, and when you were talking about inflation, look at it a couple of ways. When you talk about inflation, you look at food and yes. energy. Yes, you use them. You use them every day. Yes, but of course, the inflation thing comes out, and they give you the core. Yes, the core is three percent. Yes, you throw that food and energy cost in there. Oh, and goes, knowing that it happens yeah. every day. Yes, and not once every three weeks or once every month. You're buying a jacket or something. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's basically. Uh, Three card Monty. They're playing a game with you with the numbers. The the real cost of inflation is frightening. A bottle of water, you know, that went from three dollars to seven dollars in some cases. Yeah, well, you heard my uh, my my olive oil story. The, oh yeah, thirty four ninety nine. I I mean, I looked twice at that and I said, this this can't be, but it but it was. I mean, yeah, yeah that was I made double an investment. I made an investment a while back. I got the zero water pitcher. Yeah, okay. And statistically, well, first of all, when you do the, the test, you test zero water against bottled water. Yes. Bottled water actually generates a number. Zero water is zero if you keep the keep the filters fresh. And the um, the cost actually savings is uh, for every 16-ounce bottle of uh, water, you can get 2,000 bottles of uh, tap water. <laughs> oh, boy. It's amazing, isn't it? It is amazing, and the last comments about this thing in Georgia, you know, you have all the trials you can comment on, but that one especially in Georgia, because if you want to hire, you know, especially in your case, you want to hire a good mechanic to fix your car and yes. a specialist and when it comes to Mercedes and BMWs. These guys are specialists. But in this case, you're hiring um, basically uh, a lawyer who's never prosecuted cases. He's going to go in there and tackle an 18 defendant RICO case with no experience. Those cases were meant for guys like, you know, Giuliani and, uh, believe it or not, Chris Christie, 134 and zero in those cases. Yeah. Uh, Giuliani, he prosecuted John Gotti. And then you get Trey Gowdy, who was tremendous in those cases. But the idea is these are heavy hitters. Yeah. Not, not an unknown traffic lawyer. That's right. That's right. And what, what was the worst he defended? A traffic ticket? 
Well, he's getting six hundred thousand dollars a year to uh, put together a, a monster RICO case. Yeah, which is it? It's impossible. It's beyond him, by the way. It's beyond him. Oh and, yeah, this is this is this is too much. And then them going to Washington and consulting with the with the federal government and billing uh, Washington at at two hundred fifty to five hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> and the this Wade and even Fannie Willis went up to Washington. Yeah. What are they doing in Washington? Yeah. That that's true, that's true. They could email they somebody. Of, they could email. They got, them. A, they got a lot of lies in that case, and the and the idea of uh, reimbursing someone in cash for that's that's fairy tale stuff. Yeah, that, that's right. Dan, thank you, thank you again for the call. Six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. In case you want to get in here before we uh, end the show, six zero nine four zero seven fourteen fifty. Let's talk again to Greg and Abseek. And Greg, good morning. Welcome back. Mr. Massey, good morning. Good morning, sir. A new sir. way of spelling inefficient. <laughs> you start with 42 miles yeah. offshore. <laughs> and I yeah. figure that gives them about 30 miles to work with. As the it proves that it's inefficient, how many different rows can they come in? Yeah. You bring it 10 miles out. Yeah. We're in a lot of trouble. Well, Somebody's yeah. going to get very, very rich, and it's all offshore. So we're watching a transfer of wealth, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. And the $5 million given to all of these people, <laughs> we're seeing wealth disappear. <laughs> hey, Have a good day. You too. Uh, thanks for the call, Greg. I want I want that. I want. How do I sign up for that $5 million? My godson just moved to San Francisco. So I'm going to have him <laughs> say that uh, one of the ancestors was African American. See if I see if I can get him to get that 5 million. Maybe he'll give his godfather <laughs> a little stipend and 100,000 a year. I I know what. Here's what I here's what I'll do. I'll tell him to say that his wife is a descendant <laughs> you think that'll fly? <laughs> oh, being silly, but but it's it's ridiculous. Linda is uh, Linda and Absekin is back. Linda, welcome back. Uh, no, John, it's her husband, John. Okay. Yeah, Linda didn't want to hog the uh, phone too much. Okay. So you wanted to know where we're going to get the money for those yeah. reparations? <laughs> yeah. Well, naturally, we're going to borrow it. Oh. Look at, the, look at the federal level. We owe 30-some trillion. It was only a few years ago we owed 20-some trillion. And a few years from now, it'll be 40-some trillion. And we just it just keeps going higher and higher, and we pay more and more interest on it. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen with the states. California's going to go out and borrow who knows how many billions of dollars to pay all these reparations? And I sure hope they're going to be tax-free. I won't want those people to get reparations and have to pay income tax oh, on it. That no, would be terrible. Of course not. Of course yeah, not. Yes, so I mean, uh, you know, and California just had to have to add that to the rest of their debt and pay more and more interest, increase taxes more and more and lose more and more people to other states. It's unbelievable. Yeah. There's, no, there, there's no end to this crap. Yeah. Really. Yeah, but that's really. the, that's the only way 
in your opinion, that we could afford $5 million a year is to borrow it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, why not get on, in on it like the federal government? Yeah. I mean, the only reason we're still paying bills at the federal level is, like I said, it went from 20-some trillion a few years ago to 30-some trillion. And in a few years, it'll be 40-some trillion. Mm -hmm. At what point in time does this house of cards collapse? I don't know. I don't yeah. have the answer. Yeah. But I know it's going to be really horrendous when it does. You probably yeah. have advised your clients hundreds of times to not spend as much money, right? Uh, yes. I mean, I've been retired for a long time. I'm a retired CPA. But, uh, yeah, you you would do say that to people that are in a financial bind. Yeah. And uh, – but – you know, as long as they can get away with it, yeah. they're just going to yeah, keep they, borrowing and spending. Yeah. And so far, our government, at especially the state and federal levels, just keep borrowing and borrowing and borrowing. I mean, thank God for Denny Levinson at the uh, county level. Yeah. At yeah. least we got some uh, semblance of sanity there. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it. W when is this gigantic... Car, you know, an economy built on nothing. When is it going to collapse? I don't have the answer, but it's just going to be horrendous when it does. John, really? thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. Well, I asked for Linda's husband. <laughs> he came on. Oh, let's talk to Ben in Galloway. Ben, good morning. Welcome to Talk with a Purpose. Hi, John. Good morning. How you doing? How you doing? Good. I got one funny one. I got one that we have to talk serious about. The funny one is to give you an idea who's going to pay for this with your last caller. Let's just uh, tax Hollywood and it'll be all paid for in one year. No <laughs> yeah, problem. That's right. That's right. They got the money. That's all. Not a problem. Let them, let them make more movies. Watch how many people never go to movies again if that happens. Yes, that's right. That's right. So now, seriously, on, on all the stuff that we're talking about, what's happening... Um, I mean, I think we, all of us who are listening to the station know who we want to vote for. Okay? Right. Right. I'm not, I, I, I think a lot of people, I hope everybody's not worried about that. I think we're in the bag. I think we're okay. Um, here's what I want to happen. I think what's more important for this country when the next president picks his vice president that's important. That's what I want to know who is going to be in that second chair. Hopefully, if the guy gets in that we all want to get in. I am, we all understand what Mr. Trump is going to do. I think we all know he can fix this country up. We'll be right on the right path. Day one, we all know what he's going to do. Everybody knows what he's going to do. But I think the person that's going to be in that seat next to him as a passenger that he needs to nurture along continue what he's going to do because if he doesn't if he you know if the next four years is great and the democrats get in again we are in another world of trouble it's going to go back to the same thing so yes i just think that the vice presidency is going to be a big role whoever the president picks is going to be such a huge role for this country to continue the goodness in this country and that's the problem i just don't understand what 
people are just talking about it. I am so depressed sometimes. I, I, I want to say, what is happening to mankind? What is going on with the human race? You know, a lot of people say, oh, let's pray to God. No, if there's a God, he needs to come down here now and straighten us out. Yeah. Yeah. It's so depressing. And before I go, you know, all these things that's happening with all these people that think they can get away with everything, it's the upper echelon, I'm going to say the Senate and the House, that is creating this. They're the ones that are letting all this happen. And why don't people realize this? And we're all so depressed with the media that is just not giving everyone the right information. Not everything is perfect coming from Fox. Not everything is here. But some of these stations, I, you know, I do want to give them due diligence and give them their time and listen to them. But I can only listen to them for maybe five, ten minutes. They're just out of this world. With yeah. The things they come up with, and I just don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't either. No, I don't either. I, I don't. We need to work with our heart. People know what this country can do and what we can do when this country is fixed. I think they know what we can do for the rest of the world. And we can have a great living and a great future for our kids. That's all that matters. That's right. Thanks, John. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Thanks for the call. Bill and Abseek. And Bill, welcome back. In a couple of seconds, I want to say it never, it'll never change if we believe anything they tell us. You, we say they say trillions. You have no idea. Nobody's counting it. They're, they're reporting it to us. They're telling us what the numbers are. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, is like they tell us, like they tell us, inflation is three percent, and they don't include right. food and energy. I mean, is that ridiculous exactly. or what? It, it is ridiculous. How many other things don't they include? You know, they don't include anything about the human being. That's the food and energy, so there's a cost just to keep humanity alive. You know, yeah. medical, the whole, you know, the whole. And the other part is, as long as we can print the money, we're fine. Yeah. You, know, you, you just keep filling the banks up with the money that they print, and then they just borrow it again, and you just keep going and keep going. It can be a gazillion, bajillion dollars. It doesn't make a difference. It'll always stay, it'll always stay flat. And we'll never get anything more than what they want to control or create. Yeah, you want a depression? They can give you a depression anytime they want. Yeah. 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 So it's all, so, 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 so how do we take back the, 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 because even the guys that are supposed to be on our side, I gotta tell you, they're not on our side. They're, they, they know the swamp well. Some of them have come from the swamp. Yeah. Even Trump himself. Yeah, well. So, so think about it. How do we, how do we, we have to reframe the thinking of mankind. It has to come from the previous caller said. Yeah, he's he's got to he's got to drain the swamp uh, more yes, so he than is. he did the first time. I mean, uh, what he's got to do is listen to some key advisors and not everybody. And a lot of people gave him bad advice, and that affected yeah, was, his presidency. Yeah, it, it did. I and mean, it did. Sure, and they need to get rid of those evangelical. I, I happen to be one, but. There's, a, there's, a, there's guys that were trying to tell them what to do. Those yeah. religious leaders, yes, phonies. Yeah, and then you got to you got to get them out of there right away. Yeah, you and gotta, they could they could, you know, mount them up, but you put you put them on fire for the Lord. You know, <laughs> you like you like you you yeah. put the poles up going into Rome, and you have a little pitch, and you just start them on fire. Now they're on fire for God. You know? Yeah, because <laughs> they're phonies, they're, cho- they're hypocrites, they're liars. Just like the guys that are running the ship. Yep. Bill, thanks again for the call. Thanks for the second call. 
Appreciate it. Do I have time? What do, what do I have? Three? Three? All right. So, <laughs> boy, I tell you, I have told you before, and I'll say it again. Joe Biden is arrogant. Why? Well, uh, while canceling student debt recently, Biden boasted about ignoring the Supreme Court's landmark ruling in 2023 that his previous loan forgiveness was illegal. So he comes up with a new plan. I, you know, I got two two and a half minutes, Chris. <laughs> Can I explain this in two and a half minutes? The Biden plan reduces the payments to five percent of their discretionary income above two hundred and twenty five percent of the poverty level. What? The Education Department says borrowers will also be eligible for loan forgiveness if they are enrolled in the plan have been making payments for 10 years and had total original debt of less than $12,000. Those with larger loan amounts will be eligible for forgiveness on a sliding scale. (laughs) Biden is boasting about his debt forgiveness because he is desperate to get young voters. Desperate. And he'll do anything. With that, we're going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Thanks to Chris Coleman, our program director and producer, for doing an excellent job. And thanks to you, our callers, because like I always say, without you, there's no show. Without you, there's no me. Right? (laughs) Uh, I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next Saturday. Talk With a Purpose, 9 a.m. till noon, right here, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. You take care. The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.